Oh, that's our last Metallica clip. Can't wait, um, or should I say, can't wait to get to this or can't wait to be done with Metallica. You decide. Here we go. Hardwired to self-destruct. Metallica's 2016 release. We have jumped eight years to only four years ago, 2016. Uh, taking eight, uh, eight years to put on an album, as we were talking about pre-show. Uh, it's still on tour, so uh, really our first current album, I suppose, and something that was released when all of us were paying attention, all of us were fans of the band, or maybe had even moved beyond the band. Uh, so let's take a retrospective look uh, four years back into the past, however you may want to call that retrospective, and jump into our final Metallica podcast on Light the Sky. Here we go. I am starting off this week uh, with my rating. Jeez, um, you know, this is a uh, a surprisingly good album for me. I really struggled uh, with St. Anger. I struggled with Death Magnetic. I honestly maybe not uh, didn't even want to hear a Metallica song again after those two. <laughs> um, but this one, I will give this uh, a Stock on the Rise album. And that will push it to 8.5. Wow. 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 Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I know they don't have the energy. Um, I feel like this whole album, just to kind of get my uh, sentence review on it, um, low-level progressive metal Metallica does Circus Maximus, and I like it. Hmm. Kevin, you might know. So, yes, yeah, yes, I do. Actually, it's it's, it's a lot. It's like progressive metal light. It doesn't need to be dream theater. It, those. It doesn't need to be yeah. anything more than just interesting. Um, you know, music with a few twists and turns here and there, with some raging metal in between. Chris, give us your thoughts. Um, yeah, I'm kind of leaning more towards the mark too. I mean, it was never. I always actually really liked this record. Um, despite I will say the first side is a little bit stronger than the second side. Uh, I did have to listen to side two a little a couple of times, but there's a lot of solid riffing throughout the whole record. Um, and yeah, my rating is going to lean more towards what Mark said, though. Probably not. Maybe by the end of it, it might go up a little bit, but uh, I'm going to go with an 8.25. Oh, um, eight and a quarter. I'm like, I'm going to give it an 8.5. Two decimal points, people. Yeah, and then I, was, <laughs> then I listened, then I listened to it again. I'm like, yeah, there are some moments where I had to kind of listen, so I had to kind of dock it. A little bit, but I just I love the first side as much as uh, probably even as much as I love Injustice for all. It's just yeah, these riffs, that was a ten for you. Yeah, and this really this record really. I've actually been playing this a couple of these songs a lot on guitar. Yeah, I don't know the riffs on this record just yeah really really have stuck with me. Uh, and that was that and that kind of leads me into my uh, one statement where yeah, kind of James is back to a certain extent. Yeah, as far as to back to what he knows, uh, just keeping it chunky, keeping it yeah. I like his tone on here, too. It seems like it's not really scoop. It's very emitting kind of in your face. You really kind of feel it. Hopefully, uh, the first album in yeah. a while where we do not have to have a pre-track-by-track track fireside chat. <laughs> oh, I know. Controversial Production's great on here. I, I really enjoy yeah, the other. It's just Metallica. Just, just yeah. play it. Just, just do yeah. Metallica. Yeah. And he did. Seven. Maybe that's it. After, what, 16 or, th- or what was it? Thir- God. Yeah, sixteen. <laughs> Too long. I, I gotta, yeah, I gotta think. I gotta think. I gotta think about it for a minute. As far as the last time they actually did something where they were kind of went back to their, yeah, to what they knew. Justice I mean, is probably the last. Well, no, even because because you consider that kind of controversial for the lack of bass. I mean, you probably. But it's still, but the, but the songwriting is still very strong. I mean, for the most part. I mean, you can see. Yeah, we're. Like, I keep bringing this up. Yeah, yeah, they for the next twenty plus years they became a band of moments versus a whole. And this is the first time in a while where I kind of liked something on every song. I mean, that's uh, yeah, there is not really. 
maybe objectively, maybe there's something you don't like for whatever reason, but as far as the riffing is really... Yeah, there wasn't like one song in her where I was like, oh, that just, just get that done. Yeah. <laughs> just to, yeah, especially for how long these songs, well, not as long as some of the last couple of records, but yeah, here it doesn't feel as, uh, as arduous. Sure. Uh, Kevin, you're up next. What are you giving it? An 8.00? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, yeah, this is good. This is a good question. Um, I'm also leaning towards you, Mark and Chris. I might not go that high. I do feel like there was some bloat on here. Uh, oh, of course. Well, yeah. And I think it may have been accentuated by the fact that we just got through Death Magnetic and St. Anger and load yeah. and, and reload <laughs> yeah. four albums bloat on yeah, I think that hurts this experience too because yeah. I remember yeah. when this came out I didn't feel like that as much but listening to it now I definitely like I'm feeling it and I'm gonna say like I'm gonna give this a 7.5 okay and, and I'm gonna say that this is the best combination of Metallica on an album because I hear the early stuff. I hear mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. that sounds like load. I hear stuff that sounds like the black album. Like if you mm-hmm. want an overarching thing, you know, a, a combination of what Metallica has done in their career, you can listen to this album and kind of get a taste of everything. doesn't mean it's the best of what they've done. You know, it may not right. be the best thrash. It may not be the best blues, but You'll get like oh, listen to this album, and you can hear everything that they've done in the past. Well, I hope they uh, we discover a hurdy gurdy somewhere here in this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I, I, I okay. looked for I it. Said, I, I said the best. Alex, where are you at? Where are you rounding it off? It, it's crazy how similar Kevin and I are on on the page here. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven point five as well, and. You know, I, I, I will say I was a little burnt out uh, by Metallica at this point, and I wasn't the most enthused to listen to this record, even though I did know a good amount of it already. Uh, I actually remember going to Woodfield Mall here in Schaumburg, Illinois, and picking up the deluxe edition with all the live tracks on disc three. So I remember day one, I remember hearing Hardwired and being very excited about it. Um, I was excited about the production uh, like Chris said, I think the production is fantastic here. I've noticed that the guitar tone is way more classic rock to me. It's a yeah, it's lot more, mar- yeah. it's it's more yeah. like Marshally JMPs going on here, where it's a little cl- more classic thrash. And that's what my my one sentence was is like this is the classic thrash new album album the band has been needing to make i think a century yeah (laughs) and and, and it's so true what you said kevin is you hear stuff that could have been on kill them all uh you hear stuff that could be on load a lot of stuff that could be on the black album and and i feel like they really had fun with this record and went back to their roots you know with the diamond head and the blitzkrieg and a lot of those saxon a lot of those like british like you said new wave of british heavy metal bands so yeah, uh, I, I will agree that the first half of the record is a lot stronger than the second half, but uh, there is some good stuff on the second half that I like a lot. So, uh, yeah, I'll go with the 7.5. I yeah, will record say divided two. in two. I mean, put yeah. out in uh, two CDs, I think. Or um, Yeah, it was a, it was a double yeah. Uh, album. Yeah. yeah. Interesting uh, choice of format, really, that harkens back to the vinyl age when this band was first releasing their... Uh, uh, their, their, their music so yeah let, let's kick it off looking forward to uh, defending my 8.5 but it looks like I got some good support behind me so sure. Kevin take it away track by track alright and we're gonna start with Hardwired title track right off the bat 
gonna say it. Uh, if you guys, I don't know if you guys agree with me, but I think James has written the definitive choral line for the current era that we're living in. Yeah, released in 2016 too. Yeah, and that was four years ago, but now it's it kind of rings even more true. And I just love the how just how he sings it with just such emphasis on the. It was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah, it's great. I mean, I uh, it's yeah, kind of like that line in Terminator too. Like it's in your nature to destroy yourselves. I think that kind of is in line with that. With but James, I mean, is a little bit more kind of punk rock, but uh, it's just yeah, I just love it. This is one of those kind of guilt, not not necessarily guilty pleasure, but it just. Yeah, I don't know. It just works. <laughs> yeah. And then again, and the opening too is great. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, we talk about a great opener for an album. It's just, uh, yeah, it just kind of gets you pumped. You get, get builds and gets into that. Uh, and a great, and of course, it's great. We got a shorter song too. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. over three minutes. Oh, I, was, I was gonna <laughs> yes. talk about that. I was gonna say, can yeah. we thank the band for finally yeah. getting the <laughs> length appropriate? Okay, do, do, does anybody know any trivia? This is the shortest song since which album? I'm looking right now. I, I think it's Motor Breath. Kill them all. I was going to ask. <laughs> is it, it is the Motor first Breath. record? Motor yeah, Breath. Oh my God. Motor Breath is the only song that is shorter. This is the second sort shortest song in the discography. Yeah, this is what, 314, Jeez. I think, or 313, how long? And 310, I think. Motor, Motor Breath, Breath I think is, what, is 308. 308. 308. Yeah. That was right. Nice. God. I mean, that makes yeah. it more punkish, I guess. I like that. They yeah. had an idea, and they didn't stretch it out past the point of insanity. Right. Just and this is that kind of song. You can't, you can't turn this into, like, a nine-minute... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, perf- it's a perfect opener. And, Chris, I think your, your one-line uh, review of Death Magnetic was uninspired back to basics, if I got that right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And, and to be honest, before going into this record... You know, I like I said, I kind of had a soft spot for Death of Magnetic just because I grew up with it, and I was there right. for kind of since day one, and I saw them on that tour. So I, I had a soft spot for that record. But then you listen to this record, and it's like, eh, I think you were onto something there. You you could kind of tell. It just seems a little bit more focused, fully and realized. They, yeah, it's a lot more fully realized, and yeah, the production on this is great. I love how how short it is. One thing I will say, and. I, I don't know. I, it's me watching these making of the albums. So there again, there, there's a like I said with Making Magnetic. There's one on Hardwired, and you know you see the guys in the control room, and they're constantly pulling up the waveforms and pointing to different parts. And they're like, there's one part in the in the thing where Lars is like, how many uh, how many kick drums or how many like. Uh, you know what I mean? Like bass drum hits am I doing? And the engineer has to tell him. And the re- <laughs> the reason I bring that up is you listen to the double bass on this song and it's so clean and it's so precise. Yeah. And you know, yes, Lars has got a lot of flack and it makes me wonder how much editing is going on <laughs> yeah. on these records. Cause some of it is almost like too, too good. good where it's like, and you watch live versions and Lars is a little sloppy and I'm like, what's going on here, guys? But you have to wonder how much is like sample replaced or, I mean, right. this is 2016. So the ability to do this kind of stuff is just super easy. And really that's, you know, contributed to the factor of why so many bands sound the same and they can all blast beat their way out of a paper bag. You know, that it's really not a, uh, an issue for any band to pull off any kind of technical stuff. And, uh, you know, I, yeah. I did also want to compliment the, uh, short opener and, um, you know, I really have to say that intro too. I'm going to play it because Chris, you mentioned it. Um, how cool is it? I mean, just to have yeah. that, 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 just that, that, oh, you know what? It, yeah. Yeah. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like a car starting. 
like a starter yeah, like, motor. <laughs> you know, and what a great way to open an album. I mean, it, yeah. it feels like hot for teacher. Like it almost giving me hot for teacher. Like vibes, yeah, just that strong drum beat. Yeah, I mean, and 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 not only did they just throw that in as an intro, but they also worked it into the song again. I believe it's after the first chorus that yes, they, they bring that up again. So, I mean, huge compliments to like, not only just developing something that's cool, definitive Metallica, you know what you're getting, but they work it in again and they don't overdo it. So really just honestly the perfect opener from a band that, uh, um, you know, just has struggled with, uh, let's say, just, cons- uh, you know, brevity in the past uh, like 20 years. Yeah, no, I, I know get, it's... Yeah, I, I'm going to say this real quickly because I, I actually have a story of, of almost kind of about this whole album um i i didn't remember death i remember death magnetic being released but i didn't really care that much at the time mm. but i remember this and i remember listening to it and it's 2016 and i just spent probably the last five to five to eight years you know you know digging deeper and deeper into metal and by that time everything seven eight string plus you know screaming vocals things like this and I remember popping on this album, and it was like, ah, a breath of fresh air. I know, yeah. It's just I'm bad, like, it's here just is a basics, band yeah. that yeah. just four guys Rockin'. riffing an E, <laughs> yeah. and they're kicking butt. And it, yeah. it doesn't need, you know, 20 strings, and we don't need, you know, crazy time signatures and math right. metal beats or, or crazy screaming. Just four guys getting in and, and just showing that getting they can it, still it, rock. Getting it done, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I just it just felt like so refreshing to me mm. to hear that yeah. at the time. And so. it's kind of a brush up. I mean, if you listen to, like, modern thrash or, like, just like I'm just thinking of, like, Iron Reagan, for example, where it's just kind of like a, a cannibal wow. corpse supergroup or something like that, where, where, you know, where it's just like the energy level is so high, like you feel like Metallica would never be able to match that. So they don't really try. That's why I feel like this is a better offering than Death Magnetic, because it's much less fra- thrash, much more straightforward or throwing in some Saxon influences or Iron yeah. Maiden or, you know, what Alex was mentioning yeah. at the beginning, that it just gives it like it feels like a better place where they should be in their career. Sure. All right, well, let's keep going here on this album, and we're going to Atlas Rise. songs yeah, that i've been really focusing on even with playing it i just love feel like that first like two minutes is just so much fun to play because again like kevin said it's just yeah yeah just meaty and just kind of uh, it's just uh it's just so great um 
Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I, I like how you played that part, Caveat, because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of you, you got Maiden in there. You've got the thrash element. Yeah, you got where you've got uh, where they've got that. Uh, yeah, kind of that dual harmony guitars, which is just yeah. Uh, but it works here. Yeah. It doesn't annoy me like it has in the past, where you can see they're trying to pull influences, and it just doesn't naturally feel. Yeah, it just feels like they're just kind of filling in the spaces. Um, but here, yeah, it just uh, and again that opening riff too. Yeah, just a bump, 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 na 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 na. That actually kind of yeah, thinking back as far as their history, um, I, that that intro riff kind of gave me a little bit of kind of like through the never vibes, especially that na 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 part. Yeah, where yeah. I think it's the I think it's the same notes too that they kind of use. They just kind of retranscribe it here, but it works though. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. And I'm I'm usually pretty critical of those moments, but uh, uh, and again, yeah, we've because uh, I mean we can talk about a little bit about it with uh, kind of Kirk losing his all his. Uh, all the all the material that he had. <laughs> but oh, yeah. fun, oh, funny, we forgot about that. His iPhone yeah. in Denmark yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah funny enough, he didn't back it up. What is he? Are you nuts? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I never leave the office without backing up. But uh, <laughs> funny enough, though, I, I I should hate it, but I actually kind of like because it kind of brings me back to like the first couple of records, which it's, it's very stock kind of pentatonics. But it's just for maybe it's the production, maybe it's just the arrangement. It's just a lot of these solos work, uh, which is kind of strange because I know I've been critical of him in the past. Yeah, the uh, last album, you're really ragging on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we haven't yet. Stock Kirk solos. Yeah, not to say that I don't Santa have a few Kirk. criticisms. I mean, yeah, there is one you. big one, but for the most part, <laughs> I... the other one. Uh, but yeah, but I kind of like, uh, throughout a lot of these songs, yeah, just his, yeah, it's almost kind of like a nice garnish, like it's like bacon on a salad. Yeah, on this yeah song, I mean, that's yeah. exactly how I would describe <laughs> that part that Kevin played there. It was just the perfect segment that I was going to bring up because, I mean, that is just a section of musical glory right there. I love mm-hmm. it. And it's, it's it's not like definitively Metallica, but it goes into definitive Metallica verse right after that. I mean, that is just yeah. that twin guitar, you know, James and Kirk, just it's, 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 it's like it's so Circus Maximus. And I'm going to talk about that as if our listeners know what that is. And I'm, you know, most people probably <laughs> don't, but they're, they're kind of a more obscure progressive metal band that just isn't like if you're just nauseated from all the nonsense that is you know progressive metal these days i think they're just a much more straightforward band that actually puts out quality material on frontiers records of all places so um that's the kind of uh, <laughs> also it, another surprise <laughs> yeah I, like I, I'm not, I know i'm not selling it really hard here really well but um i mean it really is a a nice breath of fresh air from a band that like i don't need to hear another 80 minutes of like thrash from guys who are you know at least 20 years out of their primes you know i can hear that better elsewhere so you know th- yeah. just throw throw some good melodic riffing and and some straightforward just raging and e and you know i love the type of strong structure that goes back to the verse after the solo section i mean that's just kind of like that love walks in or um you know uh um ah. you know i have a stranger you know i can know those songs have nothing to do with this song but i always think that's good quality songwriting when you can go back to the verse um and then do it again after your solo section because it's uh, just good music yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll agree with that as well. I mean, I like a lot of the kind of prog stuff going on in this song, especially in that section you played. But uh, the, the part that really struck me on this song, Kev, if, and it's probably a pretty obvious part, but Kev, if you could cue up around two minutes, uh, just that classic kill em all thrash riff in A. Oh, I'm sorry. That was not the part I wanted to play. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's still, meant, still pretty great, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Let, let's redo that. I got my twos mixed up over here. I meant to say tw- twenty, like twenty-three seconds. So if you could play that, right, that's okay. what I meant. Can you, you get can your you, twos in order? Can you yeah. retake that? So just say, Kevin, if you could queue up around twenty-three seconds. No, I think like I like the blob. I like the the. No, oh, you, you like the flub? Okay, fine. Don't, the get, flub don't do stays. the flub. We need, we need, flub. We need. That's just classic that thrash yeah. and like a hardcore riff. Yeah. That, that would fit right on Kill 'em All. And I put in my notes um, that I'm really noticing how much I like the production on this album. And I was watching that making of the, the Hardwired album, and I, I'm not exactly sure what rig James was using. But diesel, I, know, I think. D- yeah, probably he's using his diesel. But I know Kirk was basically, he was doing his his emg esp guitar through a tube screamer into like an old jmp and like that's what i hear on this record is just a lot of almost cleaner less saturated tones and it just it works really well And, and kev i was gonna maybe have you chime in here uh what are you kind of noticing production wise on this record? I mean, mastering aside, but I know you said Death Magnetic was pretty dry to you. Uh, are, are you? I guess what are you liking more about this record compared to Death Magnetic? Honestly, I feel like this is Death Magnetic done right. Yeah, um, <laughs> it, is, it sure. is still it is still like dry, but I feel like it's not to an extreme. It's not like where I have a cough or that itchy throat. It's like mm-hmm. right. It feels right. It feels tight. You mm-hmm. know, I, I hear you, when James' voice needs effects or an echo, it's there. You yeah. know, it's not gone. It doesn't sound like that first take James, you know, that, that we talked about last week. Where it's like, oh, yeah, okay, that's good enough. Let's keep rolling. <laughs> you know, they remember to include gravy with the turkey this time. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's not sitting the, out on the counter. Yeah. That's the thing, too. I'm like, I'm listening to, you know, this record, and then I'm going and I'm listening to other records of other bands and stuff just to kind of, you know, cleanse my palate. And I just really appreciate, like, how good this record sounds. And I just love, I mean, maybe it's sort of like a cheesy thing, but I love Lars's kick drum. Like, how punchy it is and just the way it locks in with robert probably hitting the notes right in, in, in sync with his kick drums and it's almost got like this squishiness to it i don't know if it's compression or what but it just it locks in so well and, and the last thing i'll mention about this song uh chris you mentioned that it was sort of a classic kirk solo and i wrote in my notes you know before we even did the podcast i wrote classic kirk solo but not bad and i wrote that <laughs> i wrote that in mind with you saying, uh, it's, you know, insert stock Kirk solo. So I was kind of expecting <laughs> you to say that this was going to be a stock, annoying yeah. Kirk solo. But to me, but, I kind of liked it, and it sounds like you kind of liked it, too. Yeah, so I did. Like nice I said, it kind of fit. Like I said, like what we said, yeah, like we said in the beginning, I mean, this there's a lot of classic elements here. I mean, this feels like the 21-year-old Kirk, which is which could be, could be a good thing. I mean, yeah, it's like you want, I want to see the, yeah, just kind of that uh, adolescent kind of like, F yeah, like, let's 
Let's not overcomplicate things and kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Look, nowhere in my notes for this whole album do I have a please unplug the guy moment. And if they can't say that for the last, you know, at least the two records. I uh, well, Chris, Chris's not the next comment. Did, like the I, guy hey, was, had a dry spell for 20 years. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I felt it watching the documentary. There were times where Kirk kept going. And I'm like, I, I don't know if they cut that like in the final version, but he's just going off in the studio. And it's like, a lot of this is good, but Kirk, relax, man. It's just Dial like, it's, it in. It's those, those points it just feels where the, so engin- good. the engineer is just letting it play. He's not telling he's not telling Kirk that he never hit the record button. He's so, yeah, right. Whatever. Yeah. But, hey, no. 2016 you can splice yeah. the best part best there's no excuse for a lousy solo you can have ad infinitum takes of whatever you want so that's for sure um yeah i don't have much to say on the song that hasn't been covered but i do like the subtle double bass fills in this song there's some that are just great in here mark i am surprised you didn't say anything about punctuation because we got a little bit of that on this album mm-hmm. so <sighs> I, I must yeah. not it must not annoy you here it annoys me later <laughs> okay oh i know i know i know <laughs> yeah, where we're going. i already know where we're going yeah so uh let's move on track three now that we're now that we're dead yeah. this song you might just want to skip ahead a little bit because i'm about to do something that might ruin the song you will not be able to unhear this oh, no. i prepared something a little special for tonight's podcast and i'm gonna play <laughs> it for you yeah i can't unhear that every time i heard that like, the first time i heard it i was just like look it up i just can't hear unhear that paul stanley that yeah yeah i mean i just i just can't i don't know it's a decent song and i appreciate the um like the tempo That's... change like after we've had two just you know fist in the air rocker or some but yeah i can't unhear it that's Pretty interesting. An, uh, pretty awful assessment. Yeah, I can't. I'm gonna save my 
uh, yeah, I thought we weren't talking it, about but... Kiss on this show. Yeah, yeah. what is this? Violation here. <laughs> I'm talking about here. them. Yeah, this is, this is, yeah, this is, this is yeah, the most yeah, per perverted of violations here. No, I'm I, not gonna, I, I, I can't unhear it. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I, just, hey, I happen to love that I'm, song. I'm so kind of surprised you, because uh, as far as what you've talked about in the past, uh, as far as not, nobody can get more out of the E-string than James. I mean, that intro just... I remember when we saw them live, that was like, I, as far as from the new album, I was waiting but for that song. But chunky in a way. Just but it sounds good, though. It just, it sounds big. It sounds, it's simple, but it's just, you just feel it in your gut. Like, and I don't know, maybe I don't have uh, Lick It Up on much, as much on the brain as you do, but. Okay. It's a little, yeah. I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little disturbed, actually. But. Stop it. Like, there are, there are so many better examples of the E string being pulled out of my I don't know, like I said, like, it's, 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 it's just a good, simple intro. It's kind of like, it's almost, pri it's almost like primal. Yeah, it's just really, it's not meant to be complicated. It's not meant to challenge you. It's just like, yeah, you're just bobbing. And neither is Lick It Up. Yeah, well, I, I don't hate that song either, that but song. yeah, but I'm not gonna, we're not gonna go there. Uh, but yeah, you really threw off my brain. So, um, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll, 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 Alex, I'll let you, Alex, I'll let you why, chime Alex, in. Alex, why don't you take this one away? Let, yeah, let me, no, let me Chris, see if I I'm can. actually going to 100% back you up on this is, uh, I was going to have Kevin play the opening 20, 30 seconds of the song. Cause that's personally it, my favorite part oh, of the is, song. Yeah. And I know it's so simple, but the way I hear it, I get uh, I get sort of a, a, a visualization here. And I know when I was talking about load, you know, I think my analogy was it's like the classic southern rock, you know, throw the barbecue on the grill and like James on the chopper or whatever riding <laughs> down the highway. And I don't know Bro. if I sold you guys on that, but I hear it a lot on this intro. And if you look at like recent videos of J uh, James right before he kind of stopped touring because of the uh, the rehab uh, stint he had, he had the long hair and he had the horseshoe mustache and he had like the Lemmy boots on and like the jean, ja the, like the leather vest jacket. <laughs> and I'm like, you hear that riff and you just picture him. Yeah. You know, it's very like. Yeah. Oh, I will say, yeah. I feel like this is kind of one of those walking down the driveway. It's songs. a walking down the driveway. But it's, it's like great him, though. But it's like and him that's exactly put, how Lick It Up opens. Come on, it's, it's him putting that, that, that the music video opens. It's him putting the aviators on, straddling the chopper, flying down the highway, going down the coast yeah. of California, and then this. Yeah. It's just like Hell's yeah. Angels, and it's just like an aerial drone shot of them flying <laughs> down. And that's I, what I, I hear them. when I hear this. It's yeah. just like Lemmy. In Motorhead and dirty and grimy, yeah. and I'm like, all right. <laughs> I hear this and I see the Lick It Up video. And, and the last Which thing I'm like going to say, the last thing I was going to say is the uh, the opening drums there, where they kind of have some of that reverb on the toms. Yeah. I just said it kind of yeah. harkened back to to Kill 'Em All days for me. I don't know if you guys hear it as well, but that's kind of what I heard. So kind of know what you mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't. I'm not going to take a sigh on this. Um, I've never thought about Kiss with this song, but yeah, I know. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna put that down on Mark. You know, if that's. I love that no, it's no. off key. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what he hears, that's what he hears. That's fine. Like we yeah, all. It's not gonna ruin it for me. Been there yeah. before. Um, I'm not sure how I feel on this song though. I don't know. I just feel like the first two are so strong for me. It's, I'm not saying this is a bad song, but maybe it touches a little bit long. It is seven minutes. Yeah. Oh, that's a long one. 
Yeah, they yeah, can't help so. themselves. They did so well in the beginning. I know, I know. And this is where it was like, yeah, the intro is cool, the development is cool, but uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. The intro and goes I'm on not way sh- too long, too. I'm just hey, not sure if the, the chorus hooks four, me there, either. There's a four minute and 53 second radio edit. Maybe that's what we got to listen to. Maybe, yeah, maybe know. that's the one. Yeah, I don't one. know. I, I, I think that it's terrific. It. I'm not going to let you guys ruin it with your. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. not. I'm, yeah, I'm not. I just have yet to be. All right, all right, we're we're getting Let's off. Move on. <laughs> we're going into a moth into flame. Oh man, I just heard that little slap delay on James's voice in the silence. That was perfect. Go yeah. on. <laughs> no, this this is a song that um, I mean, talking about things that you can't unhear or can't unsee. I cannot unsee the Lady Gaga collaboration of this song and oh, how I forgot good about that. That is. Watch it on YouTube if you haven't seen it. Wait, you she liked brings it? it Oh, yeah. I mean, it is one of those, for me, a better than expected collaboration, the kind of thing that you would expect. There's this one video of uh, uh, Billy Idol uh, doing Rebel, Rebel Yell with Miley Cyrus. And it was like, when I saw it, it's like, this is going to be the worst thing I've ever seen. And it was amazing. Um, and okay, you know, I I'll, go, I'll, go ba- so. I'll go back. I'll go back. And I remember that happening. I forgot it was this song. So I'll go back and listen to it again. Yeah. I but. mean, just with the fire in the background. Yeah. And just, right. just the, I mean, there's the backup dancers are the worst part of it. But I mean, yeah. it just, she sounds great over it. I mean, she's a legitimately good singer. Yeah. There's no joke, you know, like there, it's, it's, it's a great collaboration. And this is just a song that like, I really like, thank you Metallica for a putting out a decent record and B doing something different with the four spot. Like, thank you for not the worst spot has got, yeah, and it's funny. I was listening, um, like last night I was listening to, um, an in flames, uh, uh, album and, and the fourth song on the album was a ballad, like a slower song. And like, and then I was listening like to, uh, uh, invisible touch, uh, and, um, you know, the fourth song is in too deep. So like, it's just like so traditionally like the well, that, worst that, that, spot that, of the album. That, that there's some that, uh, stretch uh, in I, there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, throwing in, um, you know, throwing in a song like this, throwing in, uh, and I love the lyrics of a song too. It's a really cool it is good, yeah. uh, journey, yeah. you know, and it just fits like the whole, uh, yeah. you know, cinematography of that collaboration between, uh, Lady yeah. Gaga and Metallica is just right. so yeah. fitting and so yeah, very. Yeah, very profound as far as, yeah, looking as far as the uh, the downsides of fame, her, you know, just being at the top. But uh, yeah, there's a lot going on in this song. Uh, like the beginning is very much Ride the Lightning. If you think about it, it kind of gave me like the song Ride the Lightning vibes. Yeah, dun, dun, it's yeah. got that high end kind of, uh, yeah, uh, kind of like uh, 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 harm- uh, harmonious uh, riffing going on. Uh, and again, yeah, we have, yeah, just James is really getting a lot out of that uh, E string here. Again, it just feels good. Yeah, this is another song that was really fun to play too. Yeah, where you just again, it's simple. It's that classic Metallica, but is every that, song on this album in standard tuning? You've been yeah, it is. Yeah, they, I think since Death Magnetic, I think they went back to the. They got rid of either like the D or or E flat or whatever. Wait, 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 wait. There is one song on here that is in D. Okay. Mm, yeah. Okay. We will get there. 
Well, let, okay. let, let, yeah. Yeah, we'll let you surprise us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt, but go ahead, Chris. Uh, and again, yeah, we've got some more kind of, again, yeah, stock Kirk uh, soloing, but for whatever <laughs> reason, it's like I like it. Yeah. Again, maybe maybe it's it's stock, but it's less weedily. Like you can hear, it just feels like that classic kind of early '80s new album kind of just hard rocking uh, pentatonic mm-hmm. solo, and it just uh, it almost kind of like it's almost like vibey versus just trying to. Uh, I don't think you can expect it. anything other than a stock Kirk solo at this point. Really, I mean, he's going to give you like a like a Jeff Beck solo. Like he's, that's not going to happen. Like. Right. Um, but uh, it could be a little bit more creative sometimes. Yeah. Just, but yeah, I think you pretty much covered it as far as that clip. Yeah, it just had it's got that kind of really kind of yeah, just James working his right hand kind of yeah. Uh, yeah, I will trigger. say yeah. Um, that just that's this, again that like yeah, that just oh man, it's <laughs> just, just good. This, this song in particular now it kind of like after Alex's comment about the editing makes me scratch my head, but. Editing aside, Lars brings it on this song, and I had mm-hmm. to play that clip because of the relentless double bass. I was playing that in my car and it was thundering. It was just yeah. and that yeah. I, I love the way in the chorus um like in, in the earlier chorus, you know, there's no double bass going I don't think through the whole thing, but the g- guitar is so simple. It's it's just but it's just I'm thinking about playing that so tight and singing at the same time. And it's incredible. I love that rhythm on that. It's Man, I, I this song is great. A welcome addition to the four spot. Thank you for being different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just, it's, a little, it's a little shorter too. It's a little it shorter is. than it's, now that it, we're it, dead. It's under cuts six. Under six. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, that's it's, funny you mentioned that double bass part because uh, I was in that making of the hardwired record. They they obviously show them tracking and sort of constructing each song on the album. When they get to this, it's so funny. I feel like they like speed up the uh the footage of Lars playing it where it almost looks kind of unnatural and he and he's got his like over, he's got his over he's got his over ear headphones on and he's got his like white headband that is basically keeping the headphones on his head he's got his black shirt and he's like drumming you can see him like behind his little kit and it's like I don't know it's like 70 frames per second it seems just like a little off and he's grinning and he's doing the Lars face and I like cannot think of it not think of that when I think of this song That's funny. but yeah oh, I mean I love the verses I love the moth into the it's just so heavy yeah. and it sounds great the tones are just yeah where it kind of it gets quiet for a minute and then it jumps into the yeah right, into the right. chorus yeah and, and then into and, the riff yeah and I don't mind the chorus a lot too it's got this very kind of triumphant sort of arena big ballsy chorus which i which i don't mind so yeah yeah, i mean this is one that i i heard a lot when when the singles were dropping and it's one of those ones where i don't know it was kind of like a day that number never comes where i've I've heard it a lot and i'm like "Eh, i kind of want to explore the other songs on the album but you go back and you listen to it and it's like yeah there's a lot of this is this is a a better song i think than day oh 100 100 percent. it's It's just one of those ones where i It is right. So yeah. you know, before we move on, I'll let me play this uh, clip, and I think they actually pitched it up. Uh, looks like two semitones might just be to fit within our range. I think it's cool. 
Yeah. I love that. Yeah, was that yeah. was that the version with Gaga? Yeah. Oh man, those harmonies on there were great. Yeah, that's right in the right <laughs> in the pocket. Right, right in the pocket. I might Lulu, have to go listen forget to Lou that. Forget Lou Reed. <laughs> like, let's do a Lady Gaga yeah. Metallica collaboration album. Yeah. What is this? Ah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, like that. That that would have been. Yeah. Not. Uh, yeah. That would have been much more. Makes sense. Uh, collaboration, but I guess. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. maybe down the road. I, I'm gonna have to go uh, look that up after this. Yeah. now. So let's let's go move on to our song in D. That would be Dream No More. Cthulhu with lyrics this time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a weird song because again, yeah, they're kind of pulling back into the HP Lovecraft um, um, briefcase there. Uh, this is weird. Yeah, there's a lot of kind of alternative rock kind of vibe, especially in that chorus. I'm trying to figure. Like, I feel like I've heard that somewhere before, and I can't put my finger on it. It almost uh, feels like Kirk Cobain could be singing over a it. little bit. Yeah, maybe. Um, and yeah, probably the m- song with the most kind of yeah, uh, as far as tied to a specific style where you can kind of hear it, like it doesn't sound. It kind of almost it's almost like kind of like a speed bump. Uh, I like the, I, I hate to admit as much as alternative rock as that is, I do like how it sounds. It does uh, yeah, kind of yeah, it's well produced. Uh, so I could kind of I gotta give them a little bit of credit there. Um, and yeah, Kev, if you could queue up at uh, thirty seconds, I don't know why, but this kind of reminds me of a. Uh, 30 or kind of like a sludgier like sad but true Hmm. see Yeah, just that tempo yeah just really kind of reminded me yeah it's like yeah sad but true but without the like the black album era production on it uh sure. uh I, go ahead i i i love metallica songs in d mm-hmm. Mo- i mean most of the time i don't know how yeah. much of saint anger was in d but sad oh, but man. true oh really okay then i don't love all of metallica <laughs> <songs>. <laughs> but i'm saying this one in particular I-, I could tell it was lower so i had to check it and I love the little layered vocals. I know Rob is actually credited on vocals on this song. Oh, boy. Mm. Don't know if he had a uh, hand in the layered vocals or not, but I do like the layered vocals in the verse. I feel like it stands out uh, with that mean riff that's going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, I have to make a request when we bring up Rob. Uh, please stop sending us clips of Rob because I like <laughs> the guy. And I'm starting to not <laughs> like him. Did, 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 did I send another clip? Yeah, you did no, a few just days last, ago. Last record, I think the last oh. two. You kept dropping Rob oh, clips right. in the chat. Right? Hey, <laughs> I like him. I like him too. But every now and then, 
Yeah. He's got to stop uh, shopping at freaking Kohl's or whatever he's doing, <laughs> buying the Mosimo <laughs> billabong shorts. That's Rob, right. stick with the Vans skate highs. You look better in them, okay? Yeah, word of <laughs> advice I, I, to I a, uh, a Metallica bassist. Always uh, needed. And uh, You get tracked track by track and fashion in the show. Yeah, this, yeah. this yeah. song's a little bit too by the numbers for me. I hear too yeah. much of the old stuff in here. Yeah. Um, you know, there's the Sad But True reference. It sounds like something straight off of Lowe you know with black album um production equality it's not bad but it's just so like uh, you know like i've heard this idea before yeah. where's your crown king nothing you know like it's just the same oh yeah there's stuff. that kind of like there's that early 90s kirk solo too there yeah yep and it yeah, just uh, right true. into the yeah. wall like slapped across the face <laughs> with a wah pedal like I, <laughs> I just don't know if i need that anymore um you know i i don't hate it but it's just a little bit too reminiscent of uh death magnetic where it was like okay this song is the thing that should not be and this song yep. is harvester of sour and this song is yep. you know like, i still can't get that right yeah. but you know, like, uh, <laughs> didn't have a rap moment there like you know like, I don't know, yeah, right. just, like, there was i think yeah but uh, um, that's a bummer you say that, Mark, because I, okay, this is a song that I did not know before listening. Like, I only knew the singles on this album and one song off the, the second half of the record. And I heard this and I'm like, okay, like, this is the first listen here. This is kind of cool. And then I wrote in my notes and I'm like, okay, this song is sick. Like, I wrote, I'm getting the thing that should not be, be vibes during that heavy part. Yes. It sounds like sad but true at times, and I think the verses sound a lot like Alice in Chains. And oh yeah, a, I, there's I, a I part, had that in there. There's a, there's a part in the verse where it literally sounds like another song, and I couldn't think of what it was. And it might be an Alice in Chains song with the harmonies. Get out and, of my head. Yeah, <laughs> I, and, I got that in my and, notes. And it's like okay, yeah, in a way they're sort of making an amalgamation of like three kind of different eras of the band. But, but to that's me, like album. Yeah, to me, that was, like, exciting, because it's like, they haven't done anything this heavy, I feel. I mean, I guess you're counting St. Anger, but something back into that really <laughs> heavy, like, the thing that should not be sad but true Dance, vibe since yeah. 91, and I'm like, man, this is refreshing to hear again. It's hard, it makes you pissed, and I don't know, I, I like the song a lot, actually. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that I dislike the song, but it just like that's Com- what irritated me about it, yeah. last album that they were just too derivative and in the moments of load and reload where it's just like, okay, guys, like get off that idea already. Like, I, it, I don't need to hear it like rearranged five different ways within five tracks, and can't mm-hmm. really complain too much on this record because it really doesn't happen too often. Just thought I'd bring that up. Sure. sure. All right, let's close out uh, disc one or side one or whatever you want to call this. Disc one, I guess, this, in this era uh, with Halo on fire.
think that this song more than any other song on the album exemplifies my stock is rising comment uh, in my opener. This is my stocks on the rise song. Um, and I know, I know that it's, it's an outro and it's probably not necessary and you could probably <laughs> chop it. Um, and it's more jam bandy and everything. But you know, like when Kevin, you mentioned that this is the closer of side one, if we're going to think about it that way, I think that works. You know, this is almost exactly what I was talking about when it sounds like, um, you know, there's a little bit of progressiveness in there. There's like some two, four measures that throw it up. Um, but like, it's, it just sounds like good circus Maximus. Like it just, it's got that, you know, when the double bass starts coming in during the outro, the solo actually holds together. It's coherent. Like it's kind of got that fade to black, um, coherency, uh, in, in the solo. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a rare eight minute Metallica song that I have no problem with the length whatsoever. I think the first one since fixer and that's a long time the one thing i wanted to point out was a little kevin uh, stalks on the rise oh, yes except yeah. for this part here i'm not sure what's going on but let's let's oh, i want to hear this, your ears on this? this this is uh 104 first verse and i'm hearing something a little weird with james's vocals let me cue that up Okay, it's not as obvious on this version here. Um, this is the official version, but I swear when I heard this, maybe you heard it too. Like it's that sounded like some serious auto tune on his voice. Hmm. Oh, I hear I, that I, on I this actually, song. Did you, did you hear that? Huh. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe I didn't. Hear, I didn't hear it at that part. I heard it at another part, but I believe it. It's not overtly yeah, I mean, uh, kind of in your. I mean, it sounds maybe like how you should use auto tune, where it's just there for maybe no, like a microsecond. Uh, and this is, I apologize because this is the official music video version of it, and maybe they caught it and fixed it. You guys talk, let me see if I can find a, a, a more obvious version of it, because it stood right. out to me every time I, I heard it. Yeah, I think it's you, Kev. Yeah, go ahead. I kind of almost uh, hear it at the end, that end clip um, there, which, you know, it, it almost sounds a little bit too perfect, but it wasn't like the obvious that you talked about. I have a question on this song. I'm not totally convinced on this song. Uh, Mark, I appreciate it. Maybe you're going to mm-hmm. make me consider it a little bit more. But uh, there's some there's some sections here I just don't know what's going on. Uh, I'm going to play one of them right here, okay? There's this clean section. It's really cool. I like it. What's going on here? We're building up. And, and that's it. It's done. Yeah, why? That was a why? Interesting. I love it. Why? Why'd you just throw it? it, it there's no reason for it. It's it's just so has, good though. But it has no connection to anything else. It's just like. It's like Kirk came in and like, I'm sorry, guys, I lost my iPhone, but I just came up with this really cool cleaning <laughs> section. They're like, all right, fine, we'll put it in 20 seconds, okay? And then, all right, it's just straight back to Riff C. That's well, kind of what but, it feels I don't know. like. I, I, it's, yeah. it's different than the rest of no, the No, see, it's... I really like the clean section, but it just felt... Uh, Out of place. Not sure. Let's jam like it just, in here. Somebody just dropped it like off of a yeah, balcony fe- into the song. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it feels like they weren't sure where it should be in Pro Tools yeah. or whatever, so they kind of just dragged it after the solo section and be like, okay, this is okay. That that works. <laughs> and that's the that's a frustrating part. Is like, oh, that is such a cool part, and then it ends. I wanted it to keep going. I'm like, where is this going? And then, oh, another another riff and another key. 
All right, well, yeah. I suppose I get by that. Man, I did compliment that on the opener, uh, on the opening track, that they worked in the motif throughout the song. So they did do that here. So, so. I guess I can. No, there yeah, are a lot of good that. parts of this song. I, right. I'm not convinced on the length. That's the part. I, I, I'm going to back that, Kevin, actually, uh, as one of the singles. This is one where, like I said, there are a lot of good parts. And the part you played is honestly my favorite kind of part of the song mm, but to me it, it sounds like they should have just made a whole new song with that idea it's like why oh, was that the clean the, parts your favorite no part, no no, that... no no the uh, uh let me outro. see the, the outro oh, okay. like yeah, 615 620 on i'm like yeah, that yeah. could have been its own song like they could have wrote a melody or made a whole yep. new track of it uh, i guess mark maybe sold me a little bit as you know if it's ending a side of a record uh, I guess that's kind of cool. It kind of wraps it up, kind of riding off into the sunset in a way. So that that kind of works for me. Um, but to be honest, something about the chorus I don't like. And to me, it sounds very late. And this is what I wrote in my notes. It sounds very late 2000s Q101 to me. It sounds like breaking benjamin or hinder or like sick puppies or shine down it just got this very typical like not hard rock but like not new metal you know what i mean like those kind of bands like daughtry because i I like i'll I'll admit some of that stuff i like but it's just very kind of generic modern rock it kind of like modern like halo on fire it's just like yeah it's five finger death punch or something it's just like Ah, I was expecting a little less cheese or something. I don't know. It's cheesy. I mean, it was an earworm for me. Like, I, I could yeah. sing this song to you. It's not one of those yeah. Alex's mystery tracks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, oh, that's no, that's funny. all I have for this song. Um, yeah, I gotta, I'm kind of kind of side with Mark on this one. Yeah, this is a song that kind of feels like the twin of Moth into Flame. It's just a very, it's a kind of a musical journey song, very melodic. Um, uh, yeah, again... Uh, a song kind of dealing with a more difficult psychological subject, kind of being somebody who's cut off from kind of finding path to salvation or whatever he is for pulling themselves out of the darkness. Uh, and uh, even with kind of the single line verses, I kind of liked yeah, how they were delivered, kind of like the, the secrets inside deprive yeah, to feel so alive, obey, uh, obey, just don't turn away. I don't know. I just liked the kind of subtle, because uh, I know on some of the previous records where they did that, where it just felt like he was just pulling stuff out of like a dictionary or <laughs> yeah. here, I think there was a little bit more uh, more context. Uh, but yeah, Kevin, can you please play the intro? I yeah, because that's just such a great. This is again, this is one of those classic symbols. But yeah, 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 then. yeah. Yeah, an album you know, that's with, a perfect yeah. example too of like yeah. when I mentioned earlier that they're really not trying too hard and that makes it better. Yeah, it's, it's effective. Yeah, it's not. It's just kind of it's, it's context, which I think is important. I mean, Metallica is working within a context. I mean, there are yeah, there's few bands that kind of have a better grasp of that. Yeah. Uh, I, I found yeah. that point too that I uh, that auto tune uh, blip um, and mm-hmm. I'm you know this is off the original uh, release of the record. It doesn't offend me, but it's just very weird. You know, here, here see if you guys can hear it now. Oh, like, oh that I weird. Yeah, it kind of sounds like they're pushing it up. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I didn't yeah, that's a, pay attention to it. Like a, take. Ooh. I'm not offended by it, but I'm just like, it's just so yeah. out of character for, for the 
for Metallica to even have like any strong effects on James' voice at all. I'm going to rebuttal here, guys, and bring, oh, us, no. bring us back to the hurdy-gurdy. There was a lot of that weird stuff going on in Low Man's Lyric, if you remember. What, what was that lyric that you couldn't take that was like, <laughs> Yeah, there was like two parts within five seconds of each other were both lines. It's like, God, don't do that. Just get rid of it. <laughs> uh, uh, all right all right um yeah i don't know what's going on there but we gotta move on to side two or disc two of this album and open it up with like this song but i do feel like it's a missed opportunity first of all the first 45 seconds waste of my time um Mm -hmm. this this song would be so much cooler if you just opened it up with the drum beat that starts here so imagine you cut that whole intro it's just the drums rocking out i know and then right into that to open up side two yeah, yeah, could I, you just oh pop in CD two dun da ba dun dun da dun and and you'd be like yes this is great right. yeah, and then is... the other thing um yeah go ahead Chris no no go ahead if you were still going yeah I didn't want to go yeah, ahead yeah the other thing is that this song just feels a little bit too slow and I sped up a section just to hear kind of what it would sound like and you can hear the digital artifacts obviously but. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like the right. faster tempo, tempo works with the lyrics. It just like it makes it. Uh, it's from 122 to 160. I don't know. I don't know. I like the grooviness of the regular kind of the main riff. I don't know. It just kind of has like a, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree if you're going to call a song confusion, and especially if you're going to be so literal about this thing and the, the lyrics that are kind of lousy at this point. Um, in my opinion, but I mean, it's just to give call it confusion. Like, I feel like it should be more confusing musically and <laughs> like, and not just like a doom song where it's just, I was just feeling like it feel like it feels like that. I don't know. I got that PTSD yeah. kind of vibe from the lyrics again. And I was just like, man, I just feel like the mind should be racing here. And we're just kind of yeah. in a mid tempo groove. I don't know. That's uh, that, that, yeah. That main riff though, just really kind of grabbed me. Cause again, I had to listen to this a few times again. Yeah. Like I was kind of with you guys when I first listened to it, but I, I, I just can't help it. That's why this is a very mild kind of stocks on the rise for me. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, though I do have a couple of uh, criticisms, especially Kevin. I do agree. The first minute uh, or whatever, <laughs> forty-five seconds. Yeah, yeah. I, I want you to play it, and I want you to see if it reminds you of uh, of "Am I Evil" by Diamond Head, because I know that was a big influence on them. Yeah. I mean, that's Am I Evil? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mark or Kevin, can you play the beginning of, of Am I Evil? I, want you, I just want people to listen to this. Uh, Pulling it up now. And it's funny, because I'm criticizing this song quite a bit now. I too, with, with this song. Because uh, that, that was the first thing. But I just, I just love that. How that made rip, I just can't. I, I gotta give it a little bit of love. Yeah, I know. Which I'll just... All right, all right. I, that makes me hate this. <laughs> yeah, maybe, 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 maybe I'll Good withdraw call. my stocks on the right. Maybe, yeah, maybe they, they were they were going up. Stocks on the stink. And then I realized yeah, it was a it was a Ponzi scheme, and now I'm losing. Seems big like time. we got a lawsuit on our hands, fellas. <laughs> you Bernie made off your your yeah, confusion. Version, yeah. You got a lawsuit on your hands, Mister. And, yeah. <laughs> but it was funny. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. I'm like, and I went back. I'm like, holy crap. That's that's why you got you got that one riff. Like, why couldn't they just? Uh, that riff is being like it's being strangled within a yeah because i yeah and and the fact that it comes up nowhere else in the song as far as i know maybe one part for like two seconds it's just 40 for done 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 and yeah. then here's your song how long is this right. song it is six minutes 41 yeah, yeah. i could have cut the first 45 for sure <laughs> yeah without, without getting i've like been uh, saying that a lot but i like they it's not like they haven't given yeah yeah, Diamond had enough money for actually covering. It's funny because that that was one of their early big hits was covering "Am I Evil." They covered yeah. it, right? Yeah, it's another yeah. Play, another play. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> funny like, too because I mentioned that this yeah. album is sort of like a throwback to that new album. Like they're they're almost trying to have fun and make like a like a tribute album, but make their own new album album, and they blatantly rip that off. Which I don't know. I I, I guess that that's an interesting uh, take on it. Is just removing it all together. I mean, I don't really care either way because my favorite part is i like the verses a lot and the sugar dun 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 now that you guys are gonna have to help me because i don't i know i've heard that riff before in an earlier episode i don't know if it was on the black album or what or on injustice but i can't even remember but they literally did that same idea like sugar dun dun sugar dun dun i don't i don't know if it's on injustice or what it's but like we've had so many Metallica album or Metallica riffs in E. I don't even know where to start that's, anymore. That's the thing. They're just recycling the riffs. But all I wrote, I didn't write a whole lot on this. I just wrote solid. And I said, it sounds like it could fit on the Black album for me. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, all the comparisons to other albums. I have a segment that I want to support that uh, feels like it's pulling from the master era, but at least at least to my knowledge or recollection that it isn't necessarily blatantly ripping off a uh, master era uh, riffage or a melody here. I mean, that just feels like it would sit right in between, um, you know, this that, r- exactly. it feels very master to me. I don't know. That's what it bit. is. Yeah, there's some other song that they have where they do that I same just, idea, and I can't think of what it I is. I just love it. I think that's why I kind of jump to conclusions on my love because I just love that. I know it's a short that part. Yeah. yeah, it's just so it's just so juicy. Even if it has been recycled, <laughs> it works here. But yeah, again, I think yeah, again that, that intro though. I think 
now that I reflect on that, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you got to give it a, a kind of a more of a big, more of a criticism than normal. Yeah. Yeah. I think the intros are going to take a few punches uh, coming up as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are we going to get to another one? No, I won't play it, but I'll play some of this other song, uh, Man on Time. This this is one of those song titles where it sounds like a, a very successful metal band trying to come up with like a heavy title for a song, mm-hmm. man unkind. It's just kind of like again like one of those pulling words out of a hat, uh, kind of trying to find a, whether it's for an album title or a song or whatever. And I just it just bugs the hell out of me. I was uh, going <laughs> to comment that I hate the song title too. It, is yeah. that where the punctu- That's the punctuation. That's the part. No, nope, right? we're not there yet. No. No, the, the, cap- oh, the capital, the capital. You right in the middle there. And uh, I know we were going to, as far as intros to songs, we were getting into kind of very uh, <laughs> uh, malignant territory here. But the the intro sounds like the uh, like the god. It's the god- spreading. It's spreading. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, so- it, it sounds like like the god that failed intro, but without any balls to it. It just sounds like a. Yeah, play it. Yeah, Kevin, please play it. Yeah, because like I'm like, why does it sound like? It's like they took that song, and they just turned it all the way down, like all the frequency. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like on a ukulele or something. I don't know. It's like they're warming up. You know, it's amazing. <laughs> This is Rob's sole credit yeah. for this intro. I was, I was just going to say it. that. I want to get rid oh, of I know. it. Yeah, this I was is, just going to say and, that. And it's weird. Yeah, this is another song where, just, yeah, where the riffing is just kind of not, it, it, it doesn't chunk as hard. It's almost more hard rock than metal. Uh, this is one of the few songs on here yeah, where it, yeah, it just doesn't feel, it doesn't have the muscle of, the, of what came before it. Um, and I have to mark this out. Okay, this is where where I'm gonna have to give Kirk a little bit of crap. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Oh, so again, I've I'm gonna say, all right. Okay, this is another stock solo where it started out okay, but then at 4:44, uh, I want to know what happened. If you could please play this, Kevin. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna start at 4:35. Let's get Kirk on the horn. <laughs> wanker yeah too. i mean that's the yeah, wanker exclamation point out. yeah <laughs> that's where you I, stop I, kirk yeah, yeah i like the riff <laughs> underneath that but it's like why like why like you had you were you had me with the simplicity like you were doing okay okay i know you didn't have you were kind of being having to be spontaneous but here i don't know that's what i, I said know. in the last episode it's great up until a point 
And then he keeps going <laughs> once the gas is run out and he's running on fumes. And it's just like, it's so, it's like, Kirk, Kirk, get out when you're on top. Stop yeah. trying to force it. We, we know you're good, man. Like you just, just you just see stop. Kirk solo. You see Kirk soloing, and a paramedic rush in with an IV, <laughs> like keep him going. Yeah, I'm, picturing, I'm picturing Truman Show and Jim Carrey being, "I'm being spontaneous." It, oh, yeah. Just like during that part, Kirk just stands up. I'm being spontaneous. <laughs> just, it's oh just, god, that's great. Yeah, oh, I agree. One, yeah, I one more point. But, yeah, that. yeah, one more point. Uh, also, um, as far as pulling influences. Uh, tell me if you get the same vibe at 254, where it kind of feels like a little bit of like, kind of like a Tom Morello, like Rage Against the Machine kind of riff. Hold on. Yeah. Honestly, it sounds like a bad riff that I would write. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but that, with the, with, when the drums kick in, it feels like kind of like a. Yeah, like the uh, and waiting for um, uh, yeah, who's Rage's uh, lead lead singer? Uh, I was, um, yeah, uh, yeah, Alex. Yeah, what's who the lead singer for Rage? What is uh, uh Zach De La Roca? Yeah, right. Yeah, it kind of. I was waiting for him to start singing over that riff because it just had that kind of or his yeah his kind of rap lyrical delivery. Um, yeah. yeah, I can hear that. I guess that's yeah. interesting. But this song, yeah. I, like, I can support it musically. Just for the, this is a kind of another Circus Maximus moment where it's it's progressive without being like on the nose. Um, just the way that Lars breaks up that three four beat. I didn't map out yep. the song and see the song is completely in three four, but just the way he just you know kind of just reverses it here and there, and the snare just isn't always on the two beat. Like it's sometimes mm-hmm. thrown around, and it kind of makes gives it a a a, a cool. Um, just, just progressive feel without being over the top. Okay. Um, I do have to say that I despise the lyric "blind leading the blind." Like, like, just burn that from all of your lyrical notes. Like, it's just not. <laughs> I don't need to hear that again in 2016. It's so it's like almost like Spinal Tap ish at this point. Like, I just it's just one of those things that just takes me out of it. Just being like, oh god, another one of these uh, like blind leading the blind lyrics. Hmm. <laughs> Boy, are you guys knocking down this song for me? Not that it was ever that high, but now I just right. hate it. And the song um, title. And the song. Th- th- this this song felt like the most load slash reload song for yep. me. Yeah, the riff. You know, yeah, it, the just, riff. it just completely felt like something like, oh yeah, this this was sitting around from the so load Alex, sessions. Do you like it? And- well, okay. That, uh, I guess we'll find yeah, out. I guess it's my time. <laughs> I I only have one line on this. Uh, on the song, and it's load, reload, error, riffage. Oh, that's yeah. all I got. That's, <laughs> right. I, I'm not necessarily saying it's like a good or a bad thing. It just it was an all observation, right. and apparently I wasn't the only one that thought it. I don't mind yeah. the chorus that much, but I feel like that's the only part that really kind of stood out to me, and I can't really remember how the rest of it goes. And I don't know if I would pick this over any other song off load at all. So. Yeah. I four have, song, four songs to go, and he's already he's he's down to writing one note for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, t- I'm telling you, this back half of this record, I really didn't know. So I had a, I had a. We're, we're to gonna get little, down. I gotta put some more get work to, into this back half here. We're gonna get down to murder it, one, and he's not even gonna write any notes. It's just like little scrapes know. and scratches <laughs> on the paper. <laughs> Back to the Saint Anger review. One word review. Sucks. sucks. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's let's get some revenge on our mind here. Uh, with here comes. 
yeah, this is, uh, uh, yeah, where do I want to go with this song? Uh, again, that title, I just hate, that's the uh, another issue with the second yeah, side too. Here title. comes revenge! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The fact right. that they say it so, that's all I know about this song. Revenge! Oh, they, right. they say the revenge. word revenge way too many times yes. in seven it's just, minutes and 20 seconds. It's just uh, not cool is that how long this song is jesus yes yeah Yeah, i know i do kind of like that yeah that's funny that main kind of riff in the verse is this kind of sounds like a continuation of the one that was in confusion but like more i wish they would have pulled one in confusion and kind of incorporated a little bit more here we're just like but it's it's okay here it doesn't bug me as much um funny enough though uh kevin i gotta have you play uh the intro there's some criticisms i have to I have oh, to throw okay. out here. Um, is this another useless intro or not? I don't remember. Uh, uh, I love it. All right, you can stop there. Okay. All right, tell me. Okay, as far as that first riff kind of reminds me of Leper Messiah a little bit. Da, 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 da. Sure. Like that kind of. Mm-hmm. And what is it with Kirk's elephant sounding like wah? <laughs> Sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, so I didn't even think of that. I thought I kind of liked it, but I don't know. Now I'm just going to picture it. Yeah, I, the the so I, I, I just couldn't help but laugh. And I hate because I, I play that again. again. This, yeah, go, go play it. Yeah, do, you can start. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But it, it goes on like three or four more times, too. It's like he keeps pushing it and pushing it. Somebody keep you got, the yeah, Kevin, some yeah, Kevin, keep playing it. Yeah, just keep playing it. Just leave it. Yeah, leave it. I can't why is that there? <laughs> That's it. That's the revenge. The freaking. Yep. The, the, the thing is, yeah, is, he keep, the elephant he, is pissed at being at the zoo. Now he's coming for you. Or yeah, yeah. That's that's what that's the actual yeah yeah that's the actual uh, theme of the saw. Yeah, an elephant that's been in captivity and it wants revenge on its captors. Here comes okay, revenge. The, oh yeah. god, that kills it. All right. Yeah, uh, I, can't, I can't do this song. Just quit. What's next? And also, um, I got a point as far as them pulling from. Uh, another artist yeah kevin if you could play it 30 seconds uh, where it kind of reminds me of mouth for war from pantera maybe i'm pretty sure this is still the intro like a slowed down version doesn't it alex doesn't it sound like a like a slowed down version wait for the wait for the the part after this oh i know what part you're talking about yeah yeah yeah, yeah that, that, that's the way that riff should be. That's the freaking right. riff right yeah, there. Yeah, so... Um, I will... <laughs> I think we found our 30 seconds, boys. You got... We got five seconds. No, it's just yeah, that yeah, straight yeah, Kevin, yeah, Kevin, can you just keep playing that part? Because you have to hear it like that. He keeps doing it. <laughs> there it is. It's an elephant think in all labor. the people involved with the chain of command of a Metallica record. And some nobody's gonna point that out. That like, why is that there? There is one part. There is one part. Stuck yeah. a microphone in the elephant pit during mating season. Season, I know. <laughs> It was yeah, or, or, yeah, it was yeah, it was yeah, it was yeah. Uh, Kirk watching some weird stuff online and like oh, 
Yeah, that sounds like an idea for a video. Get back in the studio. Yeah. So he lost his iPhone and this is what we get. He's just sitting there like, guys, I was watching an elephant mating video. I got an idea. Yeah, yeah. Right right <laughs> under the main riff. I will give I will give this song Yeah, I will give this song one credit as far as in a live situation. I think this part would have sounded really good. At one sixteen, Kevin, if you could play it. I just want them to bring out the elephant. Yeah. Elephant, the yeah, I know. <laughs> Little grave, I'm grieving. I will mend you. Sweet. I do kind of like that. It does have a little bit of kind of that inner Sandman vibe to it, but I, I don't know. I, I sure. liked uh, at least like. <laughs> and, and there's a little it. bit of our our Sand anger callback. Yeah, here though you can hear it though. It's not. It doesn't hit your ears like a uh, yeah, like a sledgehammer. But yeah. uh, it's still a bit new metal. <laughs> Are we yeah. done with this song? No, uh, no, no. Yeah, so after I after I totally decimated it, yeah. I've I've got a clip that's uh, a little bit similar to my auto tune clip. Um, not that I don't like this, but I feel like I hear uh, Lars uh, using triggers on the drums here. I mean, I'm almost hearing like a little Genesis yeah. Mama or something there. Like, it doesn't mm. offend me, but it just is something that's just so yeah. out of the Metallica. Yeah. Um. Okay, so like we we're tired of the toy chest, but I don't know. It's just like again, I don't have a problem with it. I just don't know if you guys heard it. Or no, not. it's, it's this, yeah. This is a, a very frustrating song because again, there's some musical moments I like, except for well, not yeah. for our favorite uh, classic yeah. beginning or opener, yeah. Yeah. but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, there's a, like the clean part. I like that. I liked yeah James's vocals yeah. on the when the after the drums kind of slow down and then his vocals come in and that main riff too. That but like like I said before, it kind of reminds me of that kind of wasted riff and confusion. And where here it feels like a yeah kind of where they kind of expanded on that. Yeah. Uh, but right. yeah. What was that? Uh, Ten I'll, minutes on here comes revenge. I'll, I'll be short. <laughs> we had we quick. had fun. <laughs> I'll, I'll, be I'll be short real quick. I only have one line. All I wrote is more load vibes. Which More works elephant for me, but eh, Mark Chris pretty much hit it. So we can move on. Right. More yeah, let's get on to Mark's. I'm sure this is the Mark's title or the track that he can't take. Am I seven? Kind of reminds me of that. Uh, am I Batman? No, no. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it just it just got. It, it, it's, like, it's like one of those. Uh, if you have to answer the question, the answer is no. Like if, if you have to ask, like this is kind of got that implied answer. Um, I know it's got another boring Iron Maiden intro, uh, but I do kind of <laughs> like how um, you kind of have this reload fixer drawling out of vocals over 
uh, black album riffage. So I think that's a cool contrast mm. that harkens back to both eras um, that, you know, we said early on just kind of sets a tone for this record. And I will say that even though the back half of the album is yet again starting to sag, um, <laughs> it just doesn't have anything that's super offensive, at least not yet to me. Um, there's nothing yeah. about this song that like just is a slap in the face, um, you know, like, like get it off my record type moment. So um, we may be getting there, but um, yeah, it definitely hasn't happened yet, despite it definitely being a weaker track on the uh, uh, in the offering. Right. Um, I will say, uh, yeah, for a song that's more kind of, you want to say stock, even though I can see where James is, again, trying to go into kind of deeper territory as far as, yeah, people living with a mentally deranged patriarch or whatever, or somebody who are mentally broken, you know, somebody you know, who is one person at one point of the day and then later on in the day changes into something else and how that eternally affects everyone. Um, I don't know how deeply you guys read into this. I know at this point it's, you know, we're kind of over an hour and 10, I think into this. Um, yeah, I saw but, the question asked and I just, my answer was no. Yeah. Okay. Um, there is one riff in here that kind of reminded me of almost like a Meshuggah, really kind of dense, kind of minorish riff at 410. Kevin, if you could play that. Uh, I kind of like how that sits with the lead. Almost harkens I, back to the like, triplets in the pre-chorus. Yeah, I, I got it. That's saying anger, yeah. Terry. That's like the yeah. freaking. But you can you can hear you can hear it though. That, yeah, it, it doesn't. That yeah. biscuit right there. Yeah, that's the that, yeah. that's the metal core right there. Which to yeah. me, I don't know. It it doesn't seem like that part should be in this song because like it just stands out where it's a cool idea, but it's like I don't know if it should have been in this song if you listen to the rest of the song. I don't. Did you have Did you have more, Chris? Um, no, that was pretty much it. Again, that that main again, just yeah, uh, James kind of wailing on the E. Just again, it kind of sure. It's it's like eating it's like eating candy. Yeah, you just or M and M's or whatever. It's like there's a lot of it on here, but you still like eating it, even though it's kind of bad for you at this point. But, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna say, and I think maybe I don't know. Did you play this part at the beginning? But like around 48 seconds, just the main riff that repeats a lot. I, I do kind of like it. It's simple, but it gives me that classic rock new album riffage, and that's where I'm like, all right, yeah. This is kind of like the album that they should have made. Maybe. Just, I like that. I love the two four in there too. It, it, it's I love it's that. it's simple. It, it sounds like it could be on load. I love the twanginess to it. So I mean, it, it's a simple riff, but it's good. Um, one thing I I'm kind of hearkening back to our Van Halen podcast, maybe because I listened to it not that long ago that it was still fresh in the mind, but around two minutes, do you guys hear a little balance era Van Halen in this riff? You mean strung out? Oh, no. no. Uh, unfortunately. You know, I don't I, know. I, Some of those palm mutes, like I feel like I could hear yeah. that, like in feeling or aftershock or something like that. You know, I hear an unnamed Dream Theater song. Hmm. I don't know, maybe something like "Off Awake" or I can just hear, yeah, I can just hear Labrie crooning over that. Hmm. I never thought about that. Yeah. Well, it's a cool moment. Does yeah, it actually, know. that was kind of one of my favorite moments of that song, just because what with uh, the. F- 
kind of the phaser going on James's voice, which is also something that you don't hear very often on a Metallica song. Um, but I, I don't know about this song. We'll see. We're gonna move on to. Uh, we're gonna move on. I like that riff, but I feel like it's 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 probably the driest song on here. It kind of has that kind of death magnetic feel to it. Um, and I mean, it's good. Yeah, I kind of had in here that the main riff is kind of a stock riff. I mean, it makes you bob your head, but it doesn't it doesn't invest you as much uh, as you would like. I mean, compared to the first like half of this record. Uh, and also, yeah, Kevin, if you could play the intro, if I, I, this again as far as pulling from the past it gives some Eve welcome home vibes oh, a little bit yeah yeah, yeah you did you okay yeah that that's pretty good I mean, that following part but other than that yeah it's just yeah again i don't know if this is like one of those like you're at the end of the day after recording for however many hours and it's like okay, we just need something here it's like we just can't <laughs> our, our brains are just fried they just don't yeah. know that's the yeah. issue I don't yeah. know. They just you don't, don't need to. something. <laughs> yeah, just, just I don't know. Like you could have opened on that riff too, and it would have been fine. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, I know. Uh, I do like a lot of the uh, like the pre-chorus and chorus lines. I do kind of like the again, just as far as just how they hit the audible sensors. Um, yeah, I think yeah, Kevin pretty much played that in the clip. Uh, the one with the on and on part. Yeah, I kind of like that. Again, it's got a little bit more of that kind of modern rock feel to it, but I just like the yeah the musical choices. Mm-hmm. but uh yeah it's pretty I, much I it for say, me yeah yeah I, I have to say that um i might have to harken back to chris and your original comments uh back on kill em all um you know they're singing about their amps oh yeah <laughs> like, 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 I, know, I know what the song is about and it's about lemmy's amp yeah and like like lemmy in general um like I, I i haven't really listened to much motorhead outside of just like clicking through youtube um motorhead doesn't sound like this does it i hate to say it but the showdown is back <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, no, I, thanks. yeah. The only thing I was gonna say is that we are way too much into the plod. We've had too much plod the second half it's, of it's this like a album. Slow, stupid yeah. stomp. Like, and I don't like understand. Yeah, I don't understand. You're making this tri- tribute <laughs> song <laughs> to somebody about rocking out. So we're gonna do dum 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 dum. Like, how does like, this relate no. to Motorhead? Like, what about <laughs> this would be like something Lemmy would be like? Oh yeah, guys. Yeah, you got this. Like, it's just, just like, no, it's like stupid and slow and like a hoedown in the middle of it and just. Yeah, and you're singing about his amp, like just, and then yeah. a clean intro that that 
is, is useless once again. Yeah. It just feels like the Iron Maiden <laughs> yeah. clean intro. Just like, oh, okay, here we go. Clean intro, riff. Clean intro, where I just, just stop, please, for the love of God, stop <laughs> with the intros because I can't take them it's anymore. Like there's so many Metallica. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be like, dude, we need, we need to do something. Like, I, I like intros. Like, did you know that I like intros? And we're gonna put one on this song. And yeah, can you tell me with whoever what, that is? Like, what fan is demanding the first forty to fifty seconds of every song to be a useless intro that relates to nothing else in the rest of the song? I don't. Who is to? Can somebody tell me who is demanding this? Because nobody wants it. I, I, oh, I, I blame Rob. I'm going to blame Rob. But just hit it on him. The new guy. <laughs> he did the one. He did the one. And that that's, that's enough. That's Look, all I, I know. I can tell you that is totally something that James and Lars would do if they kick him out of the band. They would just like lay it all on him. Just be like, yeah. yeah, we just don't like his intros. <laughs> Try to force them down our throat. Like I like they're the victims of Rob. Yeah, I, I'll agree with you guys a lot in this song. I don't really have much to say, to be honest. Um, that clean part, it just it just sounded like Welcome Home Sanitarium Part yep. Do to me. Duh. And I did. I, and I did. Hold down. Yeah. And then I said uh, there was some good riffing around two minutes and ten seconds. But other than that, I don't really remember how the song goes. So I don't even know if you want to bother queuing that up, or should we just move yeah. on? I think <laughs> we should close out. I don't remember moments. <laughs> let's, let's close out Metallica. Let's close out the E string. Let's, let's just close this out. Let's end it off. So here's what I have to say about this song. Fantastic song, in my opinion. Oh, this yeah. is this is how you freaking close out a record. Uh, one of my favorite Metallica closers in general. Yeah, I it's think correct. it's incredible. I put a little song uh, before you play it. I'll give you a little background, but I put a song in the chat here. Um, now the clip I put is from a band called the Cro-Mags, yeah. which was a New York hardcore band that started in the mid '80s that Metallica were fans of. And, you know, there's pictures of, you know, James and the guys wearing their shirts. Um, but the clip that I put in is from their second record, which is called Best Wishes. So it's less sort of hardcore punk. And this is kind of where the crossover came into play, where they Chromex started going from a hardcore punk into more crossing over into metal. And it's from the song called The Only One. Uh, play the beginning. Play like, I don't know, a good 50 seconds of the song and tell me if you hear anything. Lord. 
that, I have to say that's a pretty awesome intro. <laughs> that so, true, that yeah. album is incredible. Like that is the way like a thrash record should sound. It's like all the fat is trimmed on that record. It's perfect. But before we get into a different show here, I'll, I'll end it there. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just that's one thing I heard on this song. I don't know if it was an ode to them. Uh, it's kind of very much in the same world, and obviously Metallica were fans of the Chromax, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, all I have to say is just what an awesome closer. And yeah. it, there, there's definitely some sagging going on in the second half of this record, but at least it ends well. Yeah. So that's all I got. I agree. Yeah. yeah, This is kind of like the big brother to Hardwired here, yeah, where it's just, it just rips. Yeah, it doesn't hold back. Yeah, it's just yeah, pretty much kind of relentless yeah, throughout uh yeah that beginning yeah this is I, re, I still remember when they did this live it was just you got the flights that flash in yeah with the, with the drums i mean i just yeah what a mm-hmm. great moment um yeah, it was kind of interesting yeah as far as what the song was about i was kind of surprised because i thought it was more just kind of a blood and guts kind of song but uh i guess it has to do with uh uh as far as kind of human beings kind of handing themselves over to being controlled by machines and computers uh and after reading through the lyrics i kind of like okay that was actually kind of a neat uh yeah, where you've got um, you know, James talking about, uh, yeah, stop breathing and dedicate to me, stop dreaming and terminate for me, all meaning you dedicate to me. Which, when you think about it, as far as just the younger generation, that is kind of how it is. Like, you're just, you yeah, got these mindless kind of, yeah, you're just kind of sucked into this kind of artificial. Uh, so that was kind of a, that was kind of a surprise, yeah, that I wasn't expecting. Um, but yeah, there's a lot, of, I'm trying to figure out as far as bullet points for me, because there's, there's a lot of great moments on here. Uh, this is again a song that probably would have uh, yeah, worked on one of the first three or four records. Uh, it's kind of like a, it's as long as a justice song, but it kind of has the grittiness of like a early kind of like kill them all. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, like love the pre-chorus into the chorus at uh, around two twenty-five. Yeah, Kev, if you could do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to keep it. Yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, talk. Talk about uh, yeah, that that's probably a puppets era. Yeah, as far as the yeah, just the guts. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, very thick. Yeah, very kind of to the point. Uh, and uh, yeah, Kevin at three thirty. If you could also queue up, I love it's. This is kind of kind of a great kind of finger exercise part two. Yeah, I like I said, there's this is another one of those, you know, kind of a journey song. There's a lot st- a lot going on. Uh and yeah, I could go on forever. But yeah, as far as for time's sake, uh I yeah, I'll probably end there. If you guys want to chime in and throw anything out as far as parts sure. that you think yeah. are I love this part here. I mean, Chris, when you, you talked about your I think it was your uh, dropping the panties moment. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. This, this is... I mean, I have to say that um, 
you know, if this is how they end their career, uh, I don't know if they'll put out another album or not. Um, we'll have a new show for you if they do. But uh, there is, you know, uh, I, I, I mean, the the new album influences just I love it. I love it coming back. It's just like a perfect blend of thrash and that influence that like it just me- meshes so well on this song in particular. I do have to uh, disagree a little bit on this song. Um, I would like to take my producer's hatchet to it and just really end it right here. I think it would have just been so perfect if they would have just cut it. Like, we don't, we don't need that riff. It has a ride the lightning kind of ending. Yeah. Like, I've listened to enough Metallica. Like, I'm done with Metallica, guys. Like, I don't want to hear any more. And I don't need to hear another. Like, it's just right there. Five minutes. Just sharp on the dot. Dyer's Eve did it, like, was so tight and so fast. And this might be their second or third best closer since then. Um, I, I don't hate it with the extra two minutes of like riffing and stuff and like the Kirk's hole that really went off the rails at the end. Um, but, you know, there's there's just something to me that just says right there, done, cut and dry. We've got our album. I'm sorry. I can't think of Kirk without thinking of this just train just going on and there's a stop. It's like that back to the future point of no return train. It's going <laughs> to crash into the the clayton's valley or whatever at one point you're just waiting for it to dock to throw in the red thing (laughs) it's just gonna be gone (laughs) but um i think what makes this song move is the fact that even though it is longer and yes it could be cut a little bit it's finally a seven minute song that's not a mid-tempo plotter is it when when is the last time we had a seven minute song or eight minute song that's not just sitting in that. And Yeah, it's it's been a while, and mm. it's just been it's not enough. If you're gonna make a long song, why not make it high energy? Right. No, we gotta make it the mid tempo plot. Oh, so cool. that that's why I really, man, I got to the end of this song and I'm like, oh, it's great. And the way that James says, "Spit out the bone," mm-hmm. he's giving it everything he's got. He d- yeah, Thank he you, is James. a little bit. Yeah, Kevin, you have one more uh, clip I wanted you to play as far as uh, because you can hear a lot of bass on this kind of dueling kind of riff bass part at 238. Oh, the distortion bass part. Yeah, I kind of like kind of like that. Yeah. Oh, Oh, that chorus. Yeah. Oh, I know it's huge. Yeah. I, I almost I, forgot I think about we, that. Yeah, found Mark's walking down the driveway to get my garbage cans moment. Just the way that. Boom, 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 I'm pushing the, the garbage. I'm pushing the garbage. I'm done with the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, garbage. <laughs> Don't tread on my recycling. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah, we've made it through all every Metallica track. Sans Lulu. Uh, we'll just try to forget about that one. Um, or <laughs> take that one at your own risk. Let's put it that way. Yes. Chris, give us seven for the buy. First one to three gets an extra buy or terminate. And Chris, I'm not sure if you have an extra one. Are we on our? Yeah. Did you use one on Death Magnetic? No. Did you mm. use one on? Oh, you double terminate. Nope. You got an extra one uh, by default. So Chris, yeah. uh, give us uh, the seven for the buy. 
Okay. All right. Um, all right. True or false? Uh, the song Spit Out the Bone just barely cracked at the Billboard mainstream rock charts. I think that's Mark. Right? Yeah. Um, I am going to take a stab at this. Maybe I bomb out early. Maybe I don't. But I have uh, won a few of these, so no big deal. I'm going to go with false. I don't feel like this charted at all. It did, actually. It, it, <laughs> it, it charted at number four. And number the, uh, four. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah, I was kind of surprised. Yeah, for such a kind of a blistering Brutal, song. Long yeah. Song. There must yeah. have been it's a radio fun- edit. Yeah, it's funny, yeah, because it just shows yeah the power that Metallica has, even on a heavier track. Yeah, just the that they can pull that off. All yeah, right, I so guess Mark is out. 2016 Metallica can go number one with no anything. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, this is a multiple choice. Um, all right, Hardwired marked uh, Metallica's sixth number one album on the Billboard Top 200, making them the second band to achieve this. Who was the first? Was it A, Aerosmith, B, Dave Matthews Band, C, U2, or D, Oasis? Oh, come on. Alex. I'm going to go with DMB. Dave Matthews? You are correct. Oh, yeah. I knew that one, actually. Yeah. I had no idea. Okay. I- Okay. I can't get on the trigger fast enough. I'm changing up my siren right. for the next time. Start it in the middle. Yeah, I should. Okay. All right. Uh, true or false? Um, unhappy with the results from the last time, the band decided to end its relationship with Rick Rubin and hired Terry Date, who produced... Okay. Ooh, Kevin got that one. Okay. I, I think this is a, a trick question, because I know that Rick was part of the initial sessions. So I don't think they were unhappy with it. So I'm going to say false. Uh, you were correct. Yeah, they stuck with Ruben. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, even though he didn't end up producing the entire album. Okay. I don't think he's got uh, producers. Yeah, he's yeah, more yeah, the engineer. Like Greg yeah. Fiddleman, the guy who engineered it, was pretty much the producer on this album. Yeah, something like But I know they started <laughs> sessions Rick, with Rick. Rick, Rick so, was yeah. too busy sleeping on the couch again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought that was Andy Johns. <laughs> Okay, um, let me see. Where are we? I got, hang on, I got a Metallica question right that wasn't a guess. Oh, somebody's been reading the Wikipedia. Oh, here we go. Okay, almost. There we go. All right, uh, all right. True or false? Uh, this album is the first Metallica record not to feature songwriting contributions from Kirk. Oh, yes, Alex. Alex. Wait, so uh, repeat the question one more time. Uh, yeah, this album is the first Metallica record not to feature songwriting contributions from Kirk. True. You are correct. Yes. Oh. Yeah. That uh, that little uh, data loss there was cost him big time. <laughs> you, blo- you blow it, Kirk. Yeah. Wait, wait, didn't they credit? It's just maybe I'm reading another record uh, on the Wikipedia, but didn't they credit everybody on this record? Uh, no. I don't believe okay. so. No. No, Kirk is not credited. Um, I think maybe on Death Magnetic they might have. I think everybody. Yeah. They, think, yeah. yeah. Uh, not for this one. Everyone credits. Everyone gets a check. Correct. Yeah. yeah, I know the Doors did that uh, mm-hmm. like, uh, for a while. And I think. Wait, Rush so does too. that mean Kirk is not getting any royalties off this record? Uh, yeah, I think it's his. He's just part of the arrangement. <laughs> I don't think he actually contributed any uh, mechanical royalty then. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. You guys might know the legal side of that uh, better than me because I, I mean, you, obviously uh, he yeah. constructs the solos, but I guess that's like not enough. You to... don't get a don't get a songwriting credit. You don't get a check for this. Right. Oh yeah. boy. <laughs> Yeah, thank yeah. God for two. That's why you that, change a word, get a third. That, yeah. that's, that's, that's why, why he, Lars has shopping for a third gold-plated pool while Kirk has to settle with a, <laughs> a jacuzzi that's that's why painted 
wrong color. That's why know. Kirk okay. is soloing for he's 10 fine. minutes. Because he's got to make up for what's lost. Kirk, yeah. Kirk Lars is showing up in his new Learjet, and Kirk's pulling the Scotty Pippin with the broken private. <laughs> he's got, got a like a, use a, a twin engine or something, right? Kirk, oh God, just, your plane makes too much noise. Yeah, sputter, um, sputtering <laughs> smoke. <laughs> yeah, All right. maybe that's why they let him uh, uh, solo like like that. They're just like, right. like, dude, we feel bad for you. Just. <laughs> You do feel kind of bad. I want to know what happened to that phone. If somebody has just like a, a treasure trove of riffs. <laughs> Where are those riffs? <laughs> I know, yeah. Probably was like, you know what? This sucks. <laughs> this is horrible. Throw, throw it into the ocean. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, Alex, take it in the, uh, in the final. All right. Okay. We got a true or false here. All right. Uh, during the band's 2017 Grammy Awards performance with Lady Gaga, the performance was hailed as one of the band's best-sounding live performances in years. Ooh, I know that one. Where are you out, Mark? Yeah, I'm out. Well, I guess. I'm just gonna go for it. Oh, Kevin got. I think Kevin got it for you. Uh, yeah, for I, 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 I'm not totally sure. I'm gonna say true. Uh, unfortunately, that is incorrect. Oh. Uh, um, yeah, there were the, the performance was marred by technical difficulties, including James's mic not working for half of the set. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember jokes about Dave uh, hiding. Okay, all right, Alex. I guess you got it. Like... Yeah, so Alex uh, comes out. Uh, yeah, victorious all once right, again. Alex with the extra uh, uh, buy or terminate. I and won Chris, again. Damn it! You did, Chris. You get an extra buy or terminate as well. Okay, I'll take the buy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And just as uh, just before we start our love it or flush it, uh, the stats currently stand at Alex with seventy two percent Metallica love, Chris with sixty five percent Metallica love, Kevin with sixty two, and I am bringing up the rear at sixty one. How will things change on our you final just don't like- Metallica love <laughs> it or flush it? Take it away. You just don't like the bands we do. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I just I, I and now love it or flush yeah. it. Hey, no, I get it. We're bringing it on over to love it or flush it tonight's order. Myself, Kevin, Chris, and Mark starting off with hardwired. Uh, well, easy love. Yeah, okay. I'll give it a love. I'll stick with that short and sweet and a good opener. I like it, Kev. Um. Hmm. Hmm. I'm tempted to give it a buy just the so fact that it's the second, second shortest song. I'm just like, you why didn't you do more? It's of a this? relief. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm gonna do. You know, I'm going back. I'm sorry. I'm gonna buy this one. I thought about it. I forgot that I had two buys. It's short and sweet, and I don't know if I've. Well, I think I bought an opener already, but that's what I'm gonna go with. So, Kev, go ahead. Okay, uh, I am not gonna give it a buy. I'm glad I talked you into it. I'm gonna give it a very strong love, though. All right. Uh, cool. Yeah, Chris? same for me. Yeah, this is just a great opener, a great uh, just classic Metallica, early Metallica, and so I'm going to give it a big love. Mark? I'm not sure if this is the song that we said no one can argue against, but I think that that applies here for sure. Easy love. Nice. All right, All right. track two, Atlas Rise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give this a love. Uh, I, I Like I said, I love that opening 80s thrash-style riff. Uh, not a bad Kirk solo on this one. Uh, I like it. I like it. Kev? I am going to give this my buy. Wow. Right out of the box. The, yeah, <laughs> I think this is the best bits of the band coming together. I also feel like it kind of represents the album. Um, you get plenty of the old, plenty of the new. You get a good Kirk solo. I mean, what's not to like? Nice. Okay. All right. Uh, Chris. Uh, yeah, another big love for me. Uh, yeah, again, just that intro riff is 
Yeah, very strong. Yeah, I just can't get it out of my head. And yeah, like you said, yeah, the it's just classic Kirk uh, soloing on here. Okay, Mark. Uh, also a buy, or sorry, a love. Uh, no, no buy. Um, but I think this might be our strongest one-two opening punch of any Metallica record. Mm. Uh, yeah, I would say a few very uh, maybe blackened and injustice. I was, I was I gonna know. say that. I was gonna yeah. say those as well. Did they play okay. this when we saw them live? Uh, they played Atlas Rise. They did, okay. Because I know they did Hardwire. They did Spit Out the Bone. Um, yeah. Okay. Nice. All right, well, let's move it on over to track three. Now that we're dead, the walking down the driveway. Cool track, in my opinion, so that's why I'm going to give it a love. <laughs> Kev? All right, I'm going to actually do the same. A bit long of an intro, um, but God, it's still such a good track. So yeah, give it a love. Yeah. Yeah, I know Mark was crapping all over this one, but uh, this is going to be my first buy. Oh, uh, nice. This is the song that even outside of us doing the discography, I, I, I just love this song. I've listened to it, uh, and it's just a fun song to play, too. Not the intro with Stan, but the rest of the song. It's just, it's a good, it's a good rocker. Good deal. All right, uh, Mark? Now that we're done. <laughs> Flush that, please. Come on. <laughs> Well, at least Metallica thickened it up a little bit. Yeah, not just that early 80s uh, Kiss production. Yeah, I just okay. can't hear James saying lick it up. And I don't know. It just, it's just like a mesh of, mesh of th- two things that do not work whatsoever together. Fair. Okay, okay. all right. All right, well, let's move it on over to track four. Normally the ballad, but not tonight, folks. Uh, Moth and the Flame, I'll give it a love. Uh, maybe not one of my favorite singles, even though there's a lot going on. It's just one of those ones where for some reason I feel like I've heard it a lot. Uh, but not enough to to get rid of it. So I'll give it a, a mild love. Mild love. Kev? Uh, I'm going to give it a strong love. I think this is actually one of my favorites on this album. Um, it is, I think, one of the shorter ones, too. If I'm not mistaken, but uh, it's it's great. It is great. Chris? Uh, yeah, I was considering buying this, but I'm going to hold out my Ooh. second buy. Uh, I'm just going to give it a massively strong love. Yeah, it's just a very solid classic Metallica. Yeah, I don't need to. I don't think I need to uh, elaborate. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, it went to blow your mind if I did something other than love this, but uh, I can't. Okay. All right. Well, let's move it on over to track five, "Dream No More." Now, this one's tricky for me because I stated that I I like this one. This is kind of my stock is rising song on the album. I wish I didn't have to go first on this one. But I have to. <laughs> Never a good sign. Well, here's the thing. I, I here's the thing. I wrote because I really didn't know what to buy in this album. I wrote in my notes when I was listening to this song. Might be the buy question mark. Screw it. Let's stick with it. I'm gonna buy it. I like this song. I got a fast one with hardware. You I guys. Slow, yeah, I, <laughs> I got a slow, heavy one that's kind of encapsulating the uh, the master, the thing that should not be, with the sad but true, with some load stuff going on, which you know I like. I like them doing that on the most recent record. So, Kev? Yeah, I'm going to give this a strong love. I think this is a necessary track on this album. It sounds like no other track on this album, and I couldn't... I feel like it would definitely be missing something without it. Cool. Chris? Uh, This is a tough one, because I like the... uh, As kind of derivative as the vocals are, I do kind of... I'm going to give this a very light squeeze. Uh, I know I wanted to flush it just because it's just too many influences all over this song, but uh, I do kind of like just from a musical perspective, it does kind of get stuck in your head. Okay, Mark? Yeah. 
Uh, I'm where Chris is. I feel like a uh, a soft love, maybe just a glance in its direction. <laughs> the derivativeness of it is bothersome a bit, um, but can't deny that songs in D uh, from this band do have their own bone crushing sound that is just undeniable. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on over to the last track of disc one, Halo on Fire. I do. There are some good parts here. I remember how it goes, so I'm going to give this one the lightest of squeezes. Uh, I really like that last outro part. I kind of wish it was his own thing, but something about the chorus, eh, but it's fine. Kev? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to join you on that. I'm not totally convinced. I think Mark brought it up from a flush. Uh, for me to a light squeeze so that's that's definitely a plus mm-hmm. it's also got ballad kind of vibes and it's not in the four spot so that's also a good good thing so yeah the fact yeah. that the fact the pl- i think the placement being a two disc set and it ending disc yep. one i think really kind of saves it and works sure. so chris uh yeah I, yeah this is at least for me a very strong kind of uh, like I said, I kind of parallel it with uh, Moth to Flame. Uh, it's just like another, almost like a sister track. Uh, so yeah, I really like it. Yeah, I love the you know, the musical journey and I love the you know, the musicality. Uh, so yeah, just us. Yes, uh, regular love. Yeah. Okay. All right, Mark. Uh, I'm a bit stuck here. Um, just trying to think of what was. You know what? I'm gonna buy this track. Wow. Um, I, like <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with it. <laughs> I'm putting my playlist together and I I picked. Uh, a bit of a rate. I mean, I, I do pick up maybe um, I'm maybe a little overemphasized on my playlist with Ragers. And I mean, I already have Dyer's Eve. So do I really need um, Spit Out the Bone? Uh, that might be my contention for the other buy. Uh, so Halo on Fire has enough uh, unique musical elements going on. And the outro just is a killer end to what I think would be a killer playlist to somebody who wants to get into Metallica, yet does not want to hear the songs that everyone on this planet has heard. 100 million times so thus ends my playlist with halo on fire okay all right that's fair all right well we're moving on over to disc two opening up with confusion uh i'll give it a light squeeze i think there's some good parts of it um i like that it could fit on the black album in my opinion so yeah that's all right kev uh i don't know because i'm looking at this back half i know (laughs) Uh, I'm just tempted to pull the handle on so many of these songs. Start the the train. Yeah. Oh, should I start the train now? Should I just start it and run out of the bathroom? I am not sure. It's frustrating because some yeah, of these others, like the launch, the launch key or the uh, tw- or the uh, flush handle. Yeah, just I think <laughs> just the flush handle for this one, but I, it could be wrong. You know what? No, no, no. I'm gonna do it. Hmm. Too many problems for me. Okay. Yeah. All right, Chris. Uh, I'm gonna kill this one. I know it was funny because I started Ooh. out as a stock is rising. <laughs> we went from stock is rising to, to murder. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. This uh, just after kind of really reflecting with my boys here. Uh, yeah. There's just two. Yeah. It's just the. Uh, the blatant ripoff, like Diamond Head opening riff, and just again, the only thing they had going for it was just that like three or four second riff that I really like. Uh, but other than that, yeah, just the rest of the song is, yeah, just uh, yeah, there is nothing else. 
going. <laughs> I don't think I have to elaborate. Yeah. All right, Mark. Yeah. I don't know if I would go so far to say a terminate. Maybe not even a flush. I do like how this song is a bit backwards musically. It almost feels like the lyrical ideas are inverted. So for that, it's enough uh, to give it a light glance in its direction. Okay. All right, well, let's move on over to Man Unkind. Uh, The fact that I kind of remember the chorus on it uh, maybe saves it a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, give it the lightest of squeezes, I guess. Kev? Alex Alex is definitely pulling ahead with his Metallica love. I can <laughs> yeah. tell you that much. I think he's a little bit too generous here. All right, all right yeah. fine. Flush it then. I, uh, <laughs> I love the peer pressure. I love, I love the flush. <laughs> Feel so good, part two. God, I don't like going first, Kev. I'm, I'm nice. actually. Uh, I, I was gonna join you with the light squeeze, um, but it's. Too, I'm not gonna join you with the flush. You know why? Just because this reminds me most of the load reload era that I feel, which I love, uh, should be represented. So I, I'm gonna keep this around, even though there's quite a bit of parts on this that I hate. Yeah, <laughs> like All right, quite a bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna flush this uh, one uh, from the uh, the. Uh, Get the flush out of the way so I can get my point in yet. I'm gonna say the the limp dick uh, god that failed uh, ripoff intro. Jesus. Yeah, oh, I, wanna, I forgot about that. I want to get that again. in there. Uh, and yeah, and I like part of rock, but it just didn't work for me here. Um, and that again, yeah, Kirk loses. This is where Kirk lost me. Where it's like, okay, he's back and. Oh, I forgot all about yeah. this. Now I want to flush this. Yeah, that yeah. way the the the, the, <laughs> the 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 wankery at around 4:40 is just uh, oh. it, 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 it's 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 breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like uh, I'm waiting for like this, all, like all the strings just to snap. Yeah, I just like yeah, where it's just yeah, he's just abusing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, did the solo. He's, yeah, all he's of just his yeah, he's just abusing <laughs> the hell out of that guitar. Cutters. Uh, well, he's playing. But yeah, and uh, coming at him, just be like bursting the door into the studio. She's like, Kirk, stop it! Uh, like, I'm almost like, done. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like tree cutter size wire cutters that go right at his guitar. Oh, that'd be great. I just snap. Just snap. <laughs> Can you imagine if James just got up soundlessly from his chair, Grab some pulled them out of his pocket, and just snapped them all the strings. <laughs> just walks out of the room. Yeah, like nothing said. He had just like no. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right, Mark. Do you have any us up, Mark? Ah, oh, so it's it's got a dull Iron Maiden intro. It's got blind leading the blind. It's got a dorky song title, but I do like the time signature and the feel of it. So just the very, very, oh, like I, I keep saying that, but just Friend the latest of glances. Yeah. Just to, <laughs> oh, okay. Like it survives. It survives. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, all right. That's fine. Uh, we'll move it on over to track three on disc two, track nine in total. Here comes revenge. I'm going to flush it. That uh, doesn't really do <laughs> oh, much for okay. me, Kev. Oh, is the train well, is the train starting? <laughs> is, is it? Well, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I should have saved it just for that. <laughs> for being influential. Oh. 
What do you think? <laughs> okay, so is that it? There's nothing else to be. Oh, said. you didn't it's hear it? Was that a turn? I thought I. Oh, you teed. Oh, I teed it up. Yeah, I know. I heard that. Is that all you got to say? Yeah. Jesus. All right, Chris. Yeah, that might have kind of pushed me from a uh, light squeeze into a flesh because it's it, this is this is hard because i like the i like the clean vocals on here a lot um but uh god just the rest of that uh yeah i think i'm gonna have to flush this just out of yeah just yeah <laughs> you know i i i think that between chris's elephant i call and uh, somebody's comment about mating rituals and Alex is why is that there? <laughs> this is one of those like I means gotta you wake gotta, up at two a.m. means you gotta keep I gotta wake up two a.m. giggling at this part. Like I just so like I, I have to save my tea, but definitely pull the handle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to save your tea. I have to save my tea. Yes. I really like the vocals, but man, just the rest of it is just uh, all right. It's we'll too move bad. on. Yeah. We'll on, move on over to track ten. Am I evil? Uh, excuse me. Am I <laughs> savage. <laughs> oh, uh, I forgot about that too. Uh, I'll give this one a love. I, I like the riff a lot in it, and I guess it's one of the stronger ones. I guess on the back half that I don't mind too much. So yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give it a, a a like. I guess, Kev. Uh, I'm gonna give it a like or love too. Um, I like the triplet part, and I don't mind that uh, new metal riff actually. So I'm just gonna stick it there. Chris, uh, yeah. Also, yeah, I'm gonna give it a uh, a very mild love uh, again because I, I like that again. I like that. I didn't even think. I guess you could say that's a new metal riff too with the. But I like how that sits with the lead guitar. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, Mark. Yeah. Wow, the enthusiasm for the song really is teeing it up for me. Um, I, I dislike that song title, but Chris, uh, is, uh, his observations of the lyrics really make me respect it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so I have to I have to say that pushes it into um, a solid love territory, really. Oh, it's just a, it's, wow. it's a, uh, a decent gem uh, in the back wide of the open. album, really. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> I, I would say, that, yeah, I mean, on track 10 on a... 10 album discography i wouldn't expect to find something that might be interesting to me anymore but uh credit to them for putting this here and putting a little bit of effort in a a uh a, a tr- not such a treasure track but at least a, a love for me agreed okay. all right well here we are guys uh track 11 uh sorry lem uh love ya but we're teeing this one up murder one see ya <laughs> Ken? Well, unfortunately, I used my uh, my C four on the elephant mating ritual, so I can only <laughs> give this a flush. I'm sorry. I wish I could detonate it. It's okay though. Chris, uh, yeah, unfortunately, because uh, it's just the riffing is too stuck on here. Yeah, I'm gonna have to flush this one. Yeah. yeah. And the welcome home intro. Yeah, just like. You couldn't, you couldn't have done something else. You just had to almost completely rip it off. Yeah. Mark, cue up the T. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Does the war? I mean, like I know Lemmy is just like seen as a god in the metal community, and. And like, like he's fine and all, but like, does he really deserve a tribute from Metallica? Could they have like thanked him in the credits or something? Well, and the thing like is, it's like they've done a whole EP of covering Motorhead songs. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd have to go back. Did 
Yeah, she and again, know, if you did, Lemmy die right around this time. Uh, Is that why? After I think, oh, I will okay. get. I will say the one thing about this song. It does sound like kind of like a later era Motorhead song. So maybe maybe that gives it a little. You got to give oh, it a no. little bit of respect. Yeah. Well, he he, d- he died in know. twenty. Yeah. He died in twenty fifteen. So yeah, he died right before Christmas. I remember. Uh, I don't know why I remember that, but uh, but yeah, but if you listen to those and you listen to kind of any Motorhead song from the last couple of albums, and I haven't listened to a lot, but I've listened to a few, it has that kind of bluesy feel uh, that you hear on this song, or, or as far as what he was doing at that point before he died. Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe they were in the right, but yeah, as far as whether or not it was successful in the grand scheme, maybe not. Well, thank God we are done with the heavy metal hoedowns. <laughs> there we go. While, I hope. All right, guys. Well, here we are. The final Metallica track of the discography, unless they somehow release a new album within the next week. Spit Out the Bone. Can I give this one a strong love? I was considering buying it, but then I thought, well, I already got a real fast thrasher with Hardwired, and I don't need two on the same album. Even though I don't think I've bought a closure yet, so that was a possibility, but I'm rambling here. Strong love. Kev? I am also going to give it a strong love. It was also a contender for a buy, but I thought on my playlist, I already bought Dyer's Eve. That's just a little bit stronger. So yes, just a big strong love for me. Alex, what did you, what did you buy on justice? What, uh, what was your buy? I bought, uh, I want to say blackened and harvester of sorrow and harvester. I think I might've had two. Unless did okay. I buy? I know "Short of Straw" was my favorite song in the album, but I don't remember if I bought yeah. it or not. Yeah, Short of Straw. Yeah. Straw. Yeah. This uh, this is going to be my second buy. Yeah. There's just so many great oh, moments on here. Uh, there was one riff I actually forgot to mention, but uh, towards the end, yeah, just where it just has. Again, there were moments on here where I love it, where we get the lead guitar and the riffing, and it just really works well. And there's yeah, on this song, there's a few of those moments. Uh, so yeah, big strong buy for me. Mark, yeah. how are we how are we wrapping this one up, Mark? Uh, it's pretty obvious that this will get a love. Uh, it might have gotten a buy had they uh, cut off that last you know two minutes of the song. I just yeah. think that the brevity would have helped out the song tremendously. And uh, you know, I do have Dyer's Eve on my playlist, and I don't know why you would show somebody spit out the bone um, in favor of Dyer's Eve, uh, considering that Dyer's Eve is kind of like the closer for thrash. Like it really is. Mm. As you know, you know, send a message if you think I'm wrong, but uh, I do think that that is one of the strongest closers. This yeah. one's a strong one. Might be their second strongest closer uh, or third if there was something better. Uh, sure, wasn't all within my hands and uh, Fixer I liked. I don't know. I guess like, maybe just, Damage Inc. could rival it. Uh, yeah, that was a good one too. Um, you know, they definitely uh, had it. Uh, yeah, I know Chris bought no Alex. You terminated damaging. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, if you had I, to pick another one out of the general sorry. consensus, I feel like a lot yeah. of people would vote for damage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely not Call of Cthulhu. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I think Dire's Eve or Damaging do seem to be, uh, you know, probably be one and two. I don't think Fixer you, would be a you guys majority love opinion. Fixer though. You guys love yeah, it. Yeah. I do, but it yeah. wouldn't be a majority opinion though. I think if you were no. rating, if we were making an album of the Metallica closers, I think Dire's Eve, Spit Out the Bone, and Damage Inc. are the the trinity to be considered. Yeah, I've I've always heard Fixer is like the most beloved, like deepest cut out of the Metallica because you always see that in the forums and this discussion where it's like, man, as far as a deep cut Metallica song, what what do people wish they would play? And Fixer comes up almost ninety percent of the time, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, here we are. Um, yeah. Let's get to our 30 seconds that best represents the band uh, where they are now. Um, elephant mating rituals, notwithstanding, I think there are a lot of moments on this record that really contribute to that consensus. I know, Alex, uh, you and I had both had a suggestion. Um, I believe that was from, was that from Moth into a Flame? Oh, no, I don't think I pitched one, to be honest, unless it was the elephant. But I thought that, I think there was a moment where it may have been hardwired. But uh, anyway, you guys want to? Uh, I like uh, yeah, I've got, yeah, I've got a few actually that I actually did mark down this time. Um, the last like 30, 35 seconds of Moth into Flame, I thought was really great. Um, well, pick one because you can't argue against yourself. So which one? Uh, oh, as far as which oh, which clip? Yeah, which one you would submit? Uh, oh, yeah, this was tough. Um, Hold on. What was the other one I had? Uh, yeah, you know what? I think because yeah, I was gonna go spit out the bone at four forty-five. That thirty seconds. Can you can you just play that starting at four forty-five? Got it. So yeah. Just for discussion's sake, yeah, the last like thirty seconds of Moth into Flame. I I want to I want to hear the next. Yeah. Right That's a good. That is pretty good. I just think "Spit Out the Bone" has more representation of the uh, new album and uh, Twin Guitars. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, I know they're they're both really. uh, As far as uh, within the context of the record, I mean, the the even being one of my choices on "Spit Out the Bone," I think it's more of a classic era Metallica versus kind of where they're at sonically. Not that they're not embracing kind of their past a little bit on here, but I. Uh, I just thought that uh, the yeah, the end of Moth into Flame I th- thought was just sonically was just more of represent representative of the album itself mm-hmm. uh, as far as production and feel. Sure, Kevin, I, Alex, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, this. I'm going to uh, join you, Mark, with the spit out the bone. Ooh. I wanted to buy the song, and I feel like casting my vote is kind of heading that way. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't really have a strong opinion on that too much, but I, I do like the song a lot. So that wraps it up. Yeah, so that part, uh, like, well, I guess, yeah, I can jump on that. I mean, it's still, it's definitely my favorite kind of, like, moment you might not notice on Spit on the, uh, the Bone, because you kind of, 
but I guess it is more unique where, yeah, and uh, Moth into Flame is kind of almost like uh, the hit single, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. But they're both right, great. So- yeah. But I guess we can do. Yeah. Spit out the bone. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so anybody ended up different? I'm 8.5. Chris, 8.25. Alex, 7.5. Kevin, 7.5. Anybody got any changes? Yeah. I Unfortunately, I think I might drop mine down to an 8. Um, because again, like the second half of the record is a little bit more kind of. Again, there's. I'm gonna keep it in the eight. Yeah, in the eight category. Right? Uh, yeah, just because. I mean, there's moments I like, even though if the songs stink, <laughs> or it's like, like on confusion. I like that one riff. Uh, I like the vibe of Murder One, where it's okay. I kind of get it after thinking about it. All right, it kind of does pay proper respect, even if it doesn't totally succeed. Um, and. Uh, so yeah, it's not like there's one song I completely hate, and yeah, it's it's more just I wish yeah the moments were used better. So mm-hmm. yeah, so Anybody yeah, eight for me. Yeah, I, I legit might drop mine down a whole point and go to six point five. <laughs> to be honest, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I like the first half so much, so I would say I like the first. If I'm doing my statistical thing again. If I like the first six songs on the album and really only love one song on the second half, that's what, yeah. that's seven out of 12. Yeah. That brings me right around to 60%, and I'll be generous saying I like a half of Am I Savage. So eh, that's why I'm going to say 6.5. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. keep it the same, I think. I like the songs that I you know the discussion made me like the songs i already did more and dislike the songs yeah. i was on the fence with more so. yeah yeah this i guess you could say after kind of discussing the album this is like kind of like a weak tree where it's got a very skinny trunk with a big kind of head on it and a strong base but it's got yeah. like a thin i don't know what happened in the middle like if it just mm-hmm. was starved out or well uh, i mean yeah. there, there was a moment there where we were all just kind of poking the thing with some weak you know, yeah, but again, there's moments like, oh, that's squeezes. a good riff. Oh, that's a cool solo. Okay, that's kind of a groovy yeah. part. But it's like, but well, as far as the whole, when you're talking six or five, six, seven minutes, and this is what kind of affected uh, with the last record a little bit. And well, yeah, yeah, yeah we're not even going to talk about Saint Anger, but uh, but yeah, where you have moments where it's like, oh, that's cool. I wish they would have tightened it up. Like, on yeah, it's funny enough. Yeah, looking back, yeah, this is a this is a top. I guess you could say really top heavy record uh, with a great ending. Yeah, or, I don't know if it's yeah. his top heads. He has black album, but I'm going to agree with your ultimate rating, Chris. I'm going to drop a half point to eight. Uh, there's nothing on this record that offends me, really. No, I, yeah. I do hate Murder One, but, you know, for the most part, there isn't anything that's just like, okay, so the elephant trunk and everything. I mean, but, you know, it really doesn't have <laughs> the that. The elephant just, trunk. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. It, but it isn't a slap in the face like a lot of songs. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why that jumped out at me. I'm like, that sounds like <laughs> it's. It's yeah. I mean, I don't know that. I, and and you know the 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 lick it up thing isn't their fault. Like I I, I can guarantee that they were not listening to Kiss and and writing the riffs, '80s era so Kiss. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it really isn't a a big deal, you know, to me. So, um, but I will bring it down because there's no doubt that it is weaker, but not perhaps fatally uh, at the end of the album so thus concludes our metallica discussion hope you've enjoyed it we've uh, enjoyed talking about this and uh, getting 10 albums through uh despite it being a little bit of a struggle i think uh, across the board at the end Oof. there i'm looking forward to moving on uh we are the podcast that covers 
generational discographies, albums that were released that really changed set courses and really influenced multiple generations and ultimately lit the sky with tremendous live performances that will be remembered and possibly never even uh, reproduced. So we might be moving on. Uh, We're going to be doing a a surprise album from uh, the Alex, uh, the contender, who's going to bring an album to us for a very special episode in between uh, our journey. Journey to 1968 and across the pond to the UK. See you then. <laughs>